guys. Alex! Hello, hello, Fightful Faithful. Uh, I'm. This is the, the post-NXT Fightful after-party post-show deal. I'm your host, Alex Blowski. With me, as always, is Kate. Kate! Kate, I told you we're going live, and you and and as the countdown was going before we started, you went la, 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 live, and I so badly hope that got picked up. Uh, just the end of it, though, just like Love. you going. Live. I like that. First of all, you're using your sands of time voice for that, yeah. Yeah. and second of all, something's got to give life into this yeah. world because yeah. NXT is only it's mama mid is what it, it is, is alex and um there's there's just a lot of things working against us tonight mark losper our top super chatter in the whole world had the nerve to go to his job today which means guys we need your no, help he, he's the thing of it is that i love about him he's always at work when he's sending in the humper chats <laughs> and super chat it's just today he's got like a lot of stuff he's got to do it's so, true. Uh, How dare so, he? How dare know, his job really? Like, yeah, to make he's, him he's work. Sent in a Humper Chat. You two, you two as well, watching, can do that. Humperchats.com. You can send in a Humper Chat or you go to the bottom of the YouTube thing. You can send in a Super Chat. He says, um, work is as usual currently, kicking my dashing face in. Like Cody in AEW, I'm going to perform an incomprehensible promo calling you all foreign heels. And then disappear until I watch on delay. Enjoy the show, everyone. Gunter sucks. Kalex rules. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. We appreciate um, that. I Guys, mean, we're going to need your help. We're going to need your thirst chats about Nikita Lyons. We're yeah. going to need your love for how memeable Malcolm Bivens' face is. We're going to mm -hmm. need your assistance because yeah. Mark Losper got us into this two and a half hour slot. And now I feel like. It's gonna just be like raw, where we're just filling in time. <laughs> uh, hey, we got the saga. We got the saga. We do. Um, Reliable. Hi, uh, Kate's mom and dad. Did you know Paul Rasputin Elizabeth once changed <laughs> the flow of the mighty Mississippi to save a family of ducks? True story. And Paul Paul Hensler says uh, greetings, Team Kalex family, especially DW Pringle. Thank you both for continuing this little thing. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what we should talk about this, okay? Uh, for those of you who did not know, uh, over the weekend, we did a post elimination chamber, uh, we call it Sands of Blind, where I go in blind. I didn't, well, I didn't watch the show, but Kate did, and then she has to tell me about it. And then she has to lie to me three times, and I have to guess where she lied. Uh, spoiler alert, I did not guess any lies except for the one about an egg. Um, <laughs> it was the obvious one. Uh, but one of the ones I thought she was telling telling a lie about, but it was actually the truth, that may have almost sent me into a into a death spiral of, uh, uh, with, with, my, with my blood pressure. It was a lot of fun, and people seemed to really enjoy it. So we're going to do that. Every time there's a Saudi show, so as I said, twice a year for the next two decades. So come Alex, on over next time we do one of those, it'll be fun. Look, I don't want to brag, but I do because I did the Rapo show yesterday, 
Mm-hmm. Team Kalex is mm-hmm. going to be doing the AEW Revolution review as well. Spoiler alert. So yep. just like, I think I'm the forbidden door. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think I'm the fightful forbidden door. Yeah. Yeah. Team Kalex everywhere on Fightful. Um, yeah. And you're also, I'm glad you like me because you're stuck with me a lot that week because Sean is going to be at AEW yeah. Revolution. Yeah. So. We'll also be on that Friday night um, SmackDown show, but we got a couple of weeks until then, but we don't have time to waste tonight. We kind of do. We have like an hour to waste tonight, but anyway, get in your super chats and your humper chats. <laughs> Leave a thumbs up. Please, please yeah. ask about, a, do, we'll do all the impressions, man. Yeah. Just, 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 all <laughs> just please support us. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Quill, thank you. Mark Quill says the other Mark of the super chat is here. Hi everyone, Alex and Kate. Hello, Mark Quill. He's so um, nice. He's mm-hmm. always in my mentions, being supportive and cool. Yeah, um, Mark Quill. <laughs> Dan Janoff says don't watch NXT, but wanted to send lots of love to Team Kalex. I can't wait to hear what Sheila and Linda think of it. Thank God they're here tonight. Oh this my, be twenty goodness. minutes long if they weren't. <laughs> they are going to have a fashion dis- dissection of a few things. That uh, that are that are that happened tonight, because because that's just that that's not what it is. Alex, I'm um, so confused. <laughs> me too. Um, the nerd guru says Kalex on Sunday, Kate on Monday night, Alex on Tuesday morning for graps at work, and of course tonight, happy NXT 2.22.220. It's 2220. <laughs> 22 22 that they honestly they didn't have cameron grimes cut a 222 the moon chat honestly egregious oh my goodness uh might right keep matt right says i'm only tuned in for team kalex and brett is always better than sean hell yeah is always better than sean i just tweet that like every two months. I just tweet like, "Good morning, Brett was better than Sean." Um, I did not know about the Dax Hardwood interview when I tweeted that today, and that got like a ton of attention today on Twitter. Yeah. I was like, "Why is this getting so many retweets?" I tweet yeah. this like pretty frequently, and then I was yeah. like, "Oh my!" Um, so it just remains true. I feel like Dolph Ziggler. Selling the turnbuckle today also knows that that's true, despite clearly being like <laughs> to, being HBK 2.0 in the selling department. But we can get to that later because he oh. sold the hell out of the turnbuckle, which is very much a Brett move. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So you guys roll. Thank you for being here. This 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 honestly should be some. There is some. There is some fun stuff. We have some things to analyze. We have predictions to make, Kate. About who's, who's going to win the Lady Dusty, uh, and, and with all of these <laughs> very bonded tag teams, the Lady, the, I'm I'm calling it the Lady Dusty, Lady, uh, the, Lady the Lady Dusty. Dusty. Um, uh, so yeah, they 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 announced on on uh, on the website on on the wwe.com. Uh, the women, the the teams that are in the in the in the dusty. Now we already had two matches tonight, uh, but uh, when the when 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 the bracket came out, I sent it to you and I said, "There's a lot of bullshit in here." 
because it just didn't feel like, you know, because you don't actually have a tag division, really. You've got like two, maybe three teams, which does not a division make. So they had to like, what's going to throw some stuff together? And, and I will say, almost ironically, to their credit, they actually spent some time creating some of the teams on TV. Like, they are thrown together, but at least they gave them backstage segments to set it up. Um, like, there was a, there's, a, there's a whole deal now with Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez going on field trips to do stuff that they filmed. Um, I, I, what, what, I, what I have decided, to, and I, you tell me if you like this, Kate. Re- frankly, it doesn't matter if you like it, because I'm going to do it from now on anyway. <laughs> But I, I'm going to call all of the backstage bullshit and especially the stuff where they film on location. Two point odal divas. That's what it is. It's two point odal divas. Ooh, I'll take that. T- tonight on two point odal divas, Cora and Raquel go to some stupid adventure park in the trees and do a lot of acting with sunglasses. Like, if go back and watch and see how many times they do one of these where they look over the sunglasses or take them off and then put them back on, like, over and over again. And, and it was just, it really does feel like they want to, they, they really want to harness that crowd. Um, but I don't know if that, I don't know what the, what the demo was for Total Divas and if it in, included a lot of men in their 60s. But that's who watches NXT 2.0. I'm going to go ahead and say that the E! Channel's key demo is not men in their 60s. Um, And if you did watch Total Divas, you would know that the best part about it was when Brie went into Brie mode. And that can't happen here. So I don't know. I don't know what people want. So um, 2.0. Odal Divas, is that what we're calling? Odal Divas. Yeah. Uh, not great today. I'll just say that. Um, a lot of acting was never, never really great. Not, not yet. Never, not never yet. great. Um, no. Haven't, haven't seen anything great. I, you know what though? I'll say this: Wendy Chu, a breakout star yeah. <laughs> on Two Point Odal Divas. Yeah, yeah. I, I could stand to see a lot fewer segments of of the boys of Two Point Odal Divas. Double vest in the beach. I could I could stand to see no more of those. Literally ever. I just it's hard to have confidence that they know where it's going, um, because they never do. And so when there's no payoff and it's bad right now, yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to look at get into you know what i mean yeah um because it's not the acting chops and i don't usually watch wrestling to watch people try and sign up for dating services so (laughs) one of them dating apps like what and also i don't know are we talking about this now this is this is the part i'm sure why not i just just, i'm like it wasn't that he needed somebody. It was that he wanted to date her, right? But that's the. Like, de- this is the thing. Like, okay, well, let's we'll talk about. We'll talk about two point odal divas. We'll just do tonight. all two point odal divas. All of two point odal divas will happen right now. Um, one of them is that Double Vest and the Beach are backstage, and the Beach needs to get back on the horse. 
he's 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 been friend zoned by Caden, and um and so he needs to he needs to he needs to get laid somehow apparently, so uh so his his friend Double Vest has set up a a, a um a, a tripod with a with a phone on it to record videos for to 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 build a profile on a dating app. And so uh, the beach is a gosh to, to say he's a terrible actor is being too kind. But then again, he's not an actor. He's a wrestler's kid who decided it might be fun to try and be a wrestler. He's not okay. a trained actor in any way. He has zero comedic timing. None of the stuff that he says is believable. They're giving him bad stuff to say, like the scripts are That's bad. The thing is, it's like it's you... not his fault. But don't ask him to do this. Yeah, and it's not um, like you could put Meryl Streep in there, and it's going to be bad because it's it's bad. Like yeah. Meryl Streep can't make the hunt for a shaman. That's Matt Riddle. Good, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like yeah. these are just bad. They don't seem to translate to the main roster is the most confusing part about it for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're developing out of this, but it just feels like, I don't know. Did you ever have like a zany history teacher that was like, you're going to do a video project on the Roman Empire, but you can do whatever you want about it. And then you would be like, oh, we're going to do the real world Roman Empire. You know what I mean? That's what this feels like to me. Like, it's so... It does um, feel like a bunch of 10th graders were given a camcorder and left to their own devices yes. for a weekend. And it, nothing ever good came out of that. No, no, no not ever. No. Not once in the history of mankind. Of the world. Yeah, no, that's not good. Um, I guess Blair Witch Project, kind of, but not even that, really. Um, that just made um, a lot of money, but I don't think it was necessarily good. So yeah. I just, um, I don't... I have questions about their friendship. Like, I feel like a good. That's friend the other thing. So them... he's so he's making him do all these like testimonials. You know, like you know, hey, uh, hey, I like girls. I like guys too, but not in that way. But even if I did, it would be okay because I'm not anti-gay. Because they told me I'm not allowed to say that on television. Like it's ridiculous. And then Fallon comes in. Who have we ever seen Fallon wrestle on television? Not as Tasha so. Price. Wasn't she but as a bartender last week? Yes. So see, she's their friend. She's their gal pal. Here's the deal what's going to happen. She, she and the Beej are going to end up together. That's the obvious romantic comedy thing, right? Isn't that what's going to obviously happen? Like, I had no idea. I mean, like, like, I've been looking for something and it was right here in front of me all along. Like, that's what they're It's obvious. You watch enough Hallmark romance movies. I know I that do. you you can see it coming a mile away too. <laughs> of course I can, but she would have to be like um a, a high-powered businesswoman in that scenario. But in this case, she is She's a, a bartender, bartender slash wrestler. Also hangs out. Um, and she I guess is going to then fight Casey eventually. Or Caden rather. I feel like Caden's out of the picture now because like she friend zoned him, and then that's the end of that for them. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Um. Uh. But anyway, if she that, comes in. It, like I think it's going to be terrible if it leads there, and it's also terrible if it doesn't lead there because that means it was completely pointless. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So then, <laughs> not great. She comes in, 
And she says, what are you guys doing? As she stands there awkwardly. Um, she just she stands there fully facing the camera with her hand on her hip, kind of weird. Hey, what are you guys doing? And, uh, uh, um, oh, uh, uh, Double Vest here is helping me film some videos for one of them dating apps. Uh, and she's like, you don't have to film a video. You can just take a picture. Look, I took a picture right here. Okay, I'm going to text you. I'll set up your profile. And behind behind the beach, Double Vest is like, no, don't do it. And then she's like, hey, what happened? You, you have making me film all these videos. And, and all I had to take was a picture. And uh, he says, well, honestly, buddy, um, your misery in your dating life is my number one source of comedy. And I was like, so what? You you taped all this? You took videos of him on your phone that you're going to keep on your phone and do nothing with, but like watch them and laugh at them at home in your private time? Like, I, I mean, their friendship it with them brawling. So I guess they have a friendship where they hate each other, like couples who love to fight or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird, but that's not a. Uh, and then he's like, he's like, friend. he's like, oh, sorry, buddy. And he takes his tripod and his phone and leaves. And the beach is like, well, thanks a lot, buddy. Oh, geez. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like these two guys can be pretty good bruisers in the ring, but a comedy duo, they ain't. Can and why just... does everyone have to be a comedy duo? Like, why know. does everyone like they tried it with Trick and Mellow, and it's like, no, just let Mellow be cool. They're signing like... up for NX Tinder. <laughs> well, they had a whole harem of women backstage for a they while. Did. I don't know why. <laughs> just ask someone out back there. The N and the H says, I like how they film in front of the same locker set every time, like it's saved by the bell. Like they just got the one set that they just put everybody in front of. To, 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 to do it. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning and, 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 and I gotta watch NXT 2.0. Oh, God. oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's all right because I'm NXT 2.0. <laughs> Oh my gosh, who's AC Slater? Because he was the captain of the wrestling team on Saved by the Bell. Oh, yes, yeah, true. I have questions. The end of the age says, this feels like Glee, but instead of breaks for songs, they put in wrestling. It's much worse than Glee, though. Yeah, Glee Honestly, like funny. this, it does feel like there is there is wrestling that gets in the way of the of show, their, yeah. of their rom of their rom-com romantic com uh, uh, rom-com reality TV show. Like that's 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 it. Like there's mostly that's that, and then they do with something else on top of it. I would be creeped out if I worked somewhere where this many people were dating other people in the office. I'd be like, "What? Get me out of here! I'm just trying to do my job, man." Found out that Indy and and Duke Hudson used to have a thing today. We will talk about that. That is some that on is the some next stuff. episode of NXT 2.0. Oh, no divas. The nerd guru says, Alex, how much would they have to pay you to become the acting coach for NXT 2.0? Listen, I'm not moving my entire family to Orlando to be released six weeks later. <laughs> I don't I don't care how much they pay me. Okay. That my downside, like I'm like, oh, you could you could pay me. Let's start in the mid six figures. Mama mid six figures. And then I want to sign a contract, and if you let me go because I say the wrong thing to Vince McMahon's face, which I will do on the first day, <laughs> then then I get paid my full contract amount. 
Alex just goes in there and goes, what the, is jacket time? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yep. You're fired. 10 things I hate about 2.0. <laughs> That's a really good one. That is a really good one. Do ten things I hate about two point is really good. He's um, kind of like the male version of um, what's her name and never been kissed. Drew Barrymore and never yeah, been kissed. It's kind of. Um, uh, Braun Breaker is AC Slater. Slater, Slater, AC Slater. The Toxic Lounge is basically the max. I love yeah. this. We found equivalents yeah, for everything. <laughs> The Toxic Lounge. Oh boy, there's so many weird, crazy things. Like this is just like it's almost just... fun. Like I don't want to give them the credit, but I'm like, what are you? Exactly. It is. It is. They're they're, they're literally throwing everything at the wall, trying to see what is funny and what is good, and and nothing is sticking. But they're trying everything. Uh oh Truly. oh, this is good. Uh, the Brekkus Fust Club. You guys, super chat in um, all of our romantic comedy or teen comedy or reality TV show names that involve something about 2.0. <laughs> Honestly, God, Mark, Mark, Will does, Mark, Mark, Will, Mark Will's got it right. He does. He says, 10 things I hate about 2.0 would be a great name for this post show. Although I think we'd have way more than 10 things every night. Yeah, and she gives that whole like crying poem where she's like, I don't hate you a little bit, not even a, at all, or whatever. And it's like, nah, no, I just really, this is not good. Yeah. So, um, uh, Jay Esquire uh, 13 uh, says, This was my first time watching NXT in full since it became 2.0. And boy, it's feeling real WWE CW ish. Except WWE CW gave a CM Punk. Yeah, which this is, this does not do. Um, but a lot of similarities, especially in the fact that we just have like main roster talent coming down to work with the younger talent now, which yeah. I actually don't think is the worst thing. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about tonight's main event, which didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but I think it's good to have very experienced talent working with green talent so that you can get a measure on where they're at. Yeah, I think it's that's actually a very smart thing. Shotkid29 said, spent my day off playing the new Destiny 2 expansion and ending it watching Team Kalex rightfully bury WWE. Pretty good day, if you ask me. Well, we're very happy we can be a part of your day. Yeah, we're uh, very happy you guys sent in Super Chats to the most <laughs> medium thing in the world. <laughs> we started out with a Braun Breaker promo. Which, we did. Uh, honestly, it's just like, you know. You got the horny intro. He he. Well, there's a horny intro. Obviously, there's always a horny intro. Um, but uh, we got the Braun the Braun Breaker promo is like, I beat Santos Escobar, and I'm the best thing in NXT 2.0. And it's like, okay, yes, you're right. It's true. I mean, I don't know what they'll say about that. Uh, it wasn't really much to that part of the promo. And then we got uh, we got Dolph uh, Ziggler, um. Uh, because if he's an NXT and he's got, he's got two it. consonants, he's got to be the Ziggler. It's true. Uh, and uh, so Ziggler, he says, <laughs> that's too much fun to say. <laughs> Ziggler is, uh, he comes out and he cuts a promo about, hey, you only, you're not even going to make it to stand and deliver in, in, in Dallas that starts at 11 a.m. local time, 9 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> We're, we're, you're not even gonna make it there. Oh darn! And I'm, I, and I'm like, um, are you 
are you having the championship match before then? Is somebody else? Is he defending it against somebody else? How is he not? Are you going to attack him? Are you going to are you going to hit him like you know Nancy Kerrigan him? What are you? What are we? Why are we saying he's not going to make it stand and deliver? I don't understand why that why that's a thing. I mean, NXT 2.0 parking lot is still the NXT I, parking lot, man. Yes. Yeah. Well, then um, he says you're going to make it, but not as champion, right? That's right. what they like eventually work their yeah, way that, around. That, to. That, yeah, says we're making him as champion. Well, who's he going to lose to? You? I thought you were having the match at Stand and Deliver. Are you going to have it before then? That's a weird thing. I mean, obviously you probably are, but then they're going to have like a a DQ finish or something stupid, and then they'll do the rematch there. Maybe they'll do that because they can't think of what else to do for six weeks. Is there any other announced? Not even like there's not even like a special, right? There's not even like a. St. Patrick's Day slam or any crap like that between them. <laughs> J.W. Pringle says the Hunger Games. <laughs> um, so so um, yeah, it's like uh, so, I'm. We're gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat your your buddy. Um, um, uh, um, Tommaso tonight, and then we'll see what's happening. Um. I guess that's what I mean. That's basically what happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not living anything out really because it's, it felt like a way of like, hey, Dolph's here. Anybody remember that the thing that's going on? Um, they're 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 still having him lose matches. I mean, I'm not getting pinned in them, but losing all of his tag matches on the main roster. Um, I don't remember the last time I witnessed Dolph Ziggler pin a pin a man. Certainly hasn't been in this calendar year. Um, you know, like it is a it and the thing of it is, and we'll talk about when this when we get to the main event. We all know he can still go. He's so we all good. we all know he's such a great he's a great wrestler. He's but, so good. But you never you haven't booked him to be anything important in literal years. So or even when you book him to be important, i.e. a title challenger. It's never believable that he's going to win the title because of the several years of bad booking leading up to that. So he uh, was like perpetually a Royal Rumble final four guy for so long. And he was always my dark horse because I am I am such a fan of his. Um, I, I don't know what they've missed in him. Like, I think he's a really good promo and he's phenomenal in the ring. I don't think he should be on a tag team that mostly jobs to people. Um, But yeah, it's just not convincing though. I will say as much as they overlap worlds, they're very separate worlds that they operate in. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm not like supposed to know that about him, Mm -hmm. but I do. So the nerd guru says love of actually. That's like the one because I didn't even see that movie. But aren't there like eight storylines in that movie? Yes, there's oh, a bunch. There you go. That, net you 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 gotta you gotta watch it. It's my it's, parents loved it. It's you got you gotta watch. I heard it. it's, it's fan adorable and so good. It is just the most digestible piece of tripe. It's just it's really just terrible. It is sugar coated shit. And it is so sweet to eat, and you know it's bad for you. Every year, I get suckered into watching that damn thing again. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is not very digestible. This is no. not sugar-coated. This is just mostly bad. We get our LA Knight versus Grayson Waller, Matt. Yeah. Um, And... Just tear to pop myself, guys. Waller gets control and is in control for a while, and then he 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 has to he tries to hit his finisher, and in order to hit his finisher, he's standing up by the ropes and has to motion to his bodyguard to can you step aside get out of the way because I I got to get out there and, and run down halfway down the ramp and jump into the ring and Sanga I don't know how 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 good he is at, at understanding body cues. But like, like Grace Waller actually has like, oh, you're gonna, just gonna get right past you here. Just to, excuse me, because I don't know if you've realized this, Kate, but they have put the barricades about 16 inches from the ring, and it's really hard to move around out there with the ring steps and everything. This is why I say perhaps it's not a good thing for your finisher to require you to get out of the ring and go halfway up the ramp before you can do it. It's kind of a weird thing. But he Particularly doesn't... when it's your only finisher. It's not yes. like he's not doing the Danielson thing where yeah. he's like, I have the yes lock and the cattle mutilation and blah, blah, blah. This is the only finisher he has. Mm-hmm. He has to leave the ring to do it. Yeah. Maybe this is why the roll up is so freaking protected because yeah. this makes no sense at all. Though the match I felt like was decent. Yeah. He can sell really well. I'm, I'm impressed yeah. by his selling. Um, but we just like don't care about the restraining order anymore. Like we have to talk no, no, about no, that, that. That no, that 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 was that was because he was shown to um, have violated the restraining order himself. The restraining order is there null and void because he's not allowed to come. He's not allowed to provoke or come near or attack or do anything to LA Knight. That was they had. Remember they had the SWAT team in the in the room. Oh line? yeah, but like we just. So it was dumb and pointless. Like there was no payoff even with that. He just feels fine walking around the workplace now. Like it... I don't know. So um like I was like, it couldn't be worse than them fighting for a hosting spot at Halloween Havoc. It can't get worse than that. No. And here we are. Um LA Knight tries the is it BFT? It's his weird little little snapmare driver thing that he does. Yeah. Um, but he can't do it because Sanga is grabbing on to his arm from the outside and the ref doesn't see it, I guess. Um, so, 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 so LA Knight tries to do the snapmare driver and then just falls on his face. It's, it's not, it's not, you can't do a, there's no water in the pool with a snapmare driver because no. it requires you to like, I don't understand. Like you can't do that to yourself. Um, but he stands back up and, and Grayson Waller does this weird thing where like he, he try he goes to like pick up a LA night for a body slam and then just rolls through it into a weird yeah, roll up. That? And I'm like, this is the finish you booked for this thing. I can't believe I'm saying this considering what happened to EC3, but you gotta get Larry Knight on the main roster like yesterday. Yeah. He, um... I like. I never understood why they didn't love EC3 because he seems like their wet dream. Um, I was, he was never a hunter guy because he was a hunter guy. Because he was and, yeah, and and because he was he was not only was he like an impact guy, 
but like he was named after the woman who was running Impact. Like, and somebody, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm positive of this. Somebody told Vince that's what EC3 stood for, and he was like, "Well, fuck that guy. He's getting buried forever. He's done forever." Yeah. Um, I was never super into him. I, I, it just feels it. That was just a weird one. That was just like this guy has everything they want. The handoff just dropped off like so many of them. But LA Knight to me is just, it was silly. He ever went to NXT first. Like I felt like he came in around the same time as Ty of Valkyrie. And I was like, they're going to NXT. Why aren't they just going to the main roster? Like it's so obvious. And like two people now one released, but like two people that very obviously could have fit in on the main roster, like stylistically, they made more sense there than what NXT was. So um, I'm with you. Call him up. He's he's just weirdly like in between generations in a way. Yes. And he doesn't fit there. So they gotta they gotta put him on the main yeah. roster. Put him in the him versus Damian Priest. I'm like mm-hmm. all for that. That's that's such a good feud. Make it happen. Let's go. Yeah. Um, well, somebody 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 sent him one saying uh Nerguru says would have been so much better if LA Knight was the Mrs. Tag partner. I just wish he'd call Ray's dipshit um, kid dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Do- dummy dummy. Yeah. Um, like the Miz and, and LA Knight cutting promos on Dominic would, would easily take up a half hour of Raw. And I know that's really what you guys want, just to just to do that forever. That, that would be good. Yesterday um, I called Dominic a golden retriever of wrestling because he's just like mm-hmm. a little dopey and happy to be there. He's and- he's uh he's dug from up. That's what he is. You are my master, and I love you very much. Like that's 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 the level of dog he is. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> um, Valab says we should call it "I know what you did last summer." That's a, that's a I'm trying thing. to. It is, but I'm. Is the K on the front, or should we just double double the W at the end? That's what I'm trying. No, what? Because it's like I could cut, I could cut, I could cut. No, I could, I could cut. Nah, what you did it? What you did it? Last it? Some I don't know. I just that just sounds like you're an announcer. I know. No, 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 no. What you did? Did 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 Last summer. Today, today, today. Bill says, after every NXT, I wish I was sleeping in Seattle. Ayo! Hey. You're Wendy too, both, my friend. Single blue note, the panda says, Imperium pie, like American pie. Imperium pie. <laughs> 2.0 Jump Street from the N and the H. <laughs> Peyton Carter, the land before jacket time. You guys rule. This is awesome. I love you guys so much. I'm trying to think of... I feel like I'm not contributing. I feel bad. I gotta think of something in that that same era. Okay. I was a big... um, I just wanted to be Cat Stratford. Like, I was so... Like, just... Bianca would never get me. I was so Cat Stratford and 10 Things I Hate About You. So that was, like, my go-to. But what else from the era? I'll think of something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, not another 2.0 movie. No, that's um, so okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
Andy Chu starring in Chewless as if I don't sleep. Uh, <laughs> Chewless. Um, uh, so, so here we get, um, we get as LA Knight's walking away because he beats the hell out of Sanga afterwards. He hits yeah, him with the was a little bit questionable in this whole match. Yeah. Um, but but as he's walking up the ramp, he's back on the ramp, he's, he's saying to the camera, I'm gonna wa- I want you in a last man standing match, dummy. Yeah, then we'll see what's up. And they never announced it. Like they they so I, I'm assuming we're gonna get that match, but you know. Um uh, sorry, uh, mighty morphin power <laughs> breakers. It's good, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> this has I love all of your dad Jurassic Park because you know the 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 very notable teen comedy Jurassic Park same era same it feels this kind of feels like Jurassic Park mm-hmm. I'm terrified to watch it every Tuesday no it's the the dinosaurs are the people who are mostly watching this show. The dinosaurs are the only good people on the show. Um, so uh, we get um, we see Dakota Kai walking around looking for Wendy Chu, and she finds Chu. She's asleep. Why didn't you tell me we're in the Dusty Classic together? Uh, I need my nap or whatever. Blah blah blah, or, or I won't look this good. Um, uh, I <laughs> I didn't tell you, but I told your imaginary friend. Is what Wendy Chu says. Um, uh, so, like, like you haven't like my track record isn't really good with friends, but um, but you've never had me as a partner yet. And and Dakota Kai is like she chose us, meaning her and her Imagine invisible her friend. friend. But uh, also, but then she has she chose me. Like if the kindness of Wendy Chu can bring Dakota Kai back from the brink of crazy heel thing. All right. Yeah. I mean, sure. That could be cute. Um, <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul has been just with me. He's internet. still undefeated. He's, He's still true. never lost a wrestling match. Valab says, I don't know if you, I don't care if you don't know what Yu-Gi-Oh is, but please only refer to Sangha as Sangha of the Thunder. I don't know what that is. Don't know what it means, but in in honor of you, Valab, I'll try to remember. Sang of time. Sang of time. Um, so they do they they're gonna show us the the little the deal, the 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 bracket, and they show us the bracket, and so this is what we're gonna talk about. So Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray are in it. We've we saw them get together on TV. That's good. Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai, we saw them get together on TV. That's good. At least we know that there's a storyline reason they've, they've put in that work. That's good. Um, we know Ulisa Leon and Valentina Feroz are a tag team. They dress together. They shop at the same store. Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, we briefly talked about this. They, uh, uh, tonight, on 2.0 Divas, they, um, like, Cora Jade says, uh, we've been waking up at five in the morning and working out. Uh, we're doing, we're training your way. This this week we train my way. Um, and uh, then they do a lot of acting with sunglasses. And um, Raquel Gonzalez says, "I don't do well with heights because they're going to do on some like one of those 
tree top walking things that like it's not zip lines because you're not going fast. You're just walking on tight ropes in the air for some reason. It's like a rope, um, a rope course, right? Oh yeah, is that, that's what they call rope course or whatever. Um, and so they do that, and Raquel hates it because she hates heights, and Cora Jade loves it because she's extreme with four X's. Um, and she's and, not. She doesn't even have an extreme skateboard. She's the tiniest skateboard in the world. Uh, and then they decide, you know, that we're, we're now we're ready for the Dusty Classic. Starts next week. Hooray. So they did a lot of work showing us them. And then uh, we know it's Casey and Caden, the TikTok tag team. We know them. And then these these two random tag teams. Lash Legend. Remember her? Remember how she had her own talk show and she was supposed to be a big deal and they haven't she hasn't been on TV in forever. And Amari Miller. And then Ivy Nile and someone named Tatum Paxley. Um, and you so, know somebody you've never heard of in the Dusty Cup, right? Um, and so it it appears to Shawshank Redemption, which is which is great, guys, but also just a rip roaring teen comedy slash reality. Well, we're show. saying that it's a model of NXT 2.0, right? It is. It is like prison. It is similar um, to prison. Yeah, I don't think we should prison. limit it to rom coms. No, it's true. Um, uh, I, I, uh, uh, yeah. So it, with this bracket, it does look like to me like the obvious choices to wind up in the finals are not the actual tag teams of Indy and Persia and Casey and Caden. Those are the only two real tag teams that we've seen actually be tag teams forever. So it to me it looks like we're heading for Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray versus Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, unless they want to have Raquel turn on Cora earlier than than the than the finals. But I mean, Alex, what the hell is the point of the division? There, there isn't one. There isn't. There's one. not a point of the division, and there's not a point of the division on the main roster either. Like, what are we doing? This is a yeah. disaster. Why are you even having the tournament? Why? <laughs> yeah. For God's sake, like, take Dusty's name off of it for for my sake, please. Take Dusty's name off of it because he would be disgusted and mortified. You know, I like the ladies. The lady Dusty has got my name all over it. He loved tag team wrestling and not two people that's true um uh it's a road together double vest in the beaches excellent adventure <laughs> see we have to expand beyond rom-com my dad is an innovator he broke yes. that wall down <laughs> he said bill and, I can bill and ted's him. excellent adventure is a lot closer to the genre we were talking about than shawshank or jurassic park true. i love all of them but, but... <laughs> not less accurate no true True, true. I'm terrified of watching this every Tuesday. Um, uh, uh, Chris Pereira sent in the Humper Chat. Halloween H2.0, H H2.0. Um, uh, Jay Larkin says Shrek 2.0. That's technically a rom com. Shrek, Shrek. Um, uh, yeah, and Bill sa- says this is true. Eventually, we're going to start getting piped in. Woo! Whenever anybody kisses. And oh, when they have they already early... started with the laughter on the main roster, yeah, they, they, they... <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. There's um, 
there's uh, a, a the, the toxic lounge the the ladies of toxic attraction sitting in sitting in uh it's not the raven's nest it's some other elevated platform yeah. watching all the the disney cup matches um and uh just looking on with disdain um but mandy says i'm so glad that kaylee ray and Io Shirai realize they'll never be women's champion again, so they've decided to set their sights on the tag division. But even if they do somehow win the Dusty Classic, they're going to lose to my girls. What was the point of the Toxic Lounge if they weren't going to interfere? So, so they, so they can be on TV, and all the sixty-eight-year-old men can drool. They couldn't have done that with Mandy in the pool. They pushed this poor girl out of the pool to not even interfere. I don't know. Listen, her pool. I don't, I don't, I don't want any more interference if I don't need, if I don't need to have it. We're, we're going to get some at some point because I don't, I, I think that there's a very good chance that we, they don't want, uh, uh, Kaylee Ray and Eoshra winning the tournament. So at least I'll try to stop them from winning it. That kind of a thing. For the love of God, though, why aren't they just watching backstage, looking at a TV sideways no, but, like but every other wrestler in the world? They had to have a toxic lounge. Think of how toxic that lounge is, Kate. The toxic lounge sounds like a place that when I was in high school would have like teen nights where it was like not 21 and over and you would you would get one of those glow sticks and you would snap it and you would stick it under your tongue mm -hmm. like Casey and Kate probably have at the yep. raves. Um, this, what is going on? The toxic lounge with just glow furniture. Forget that it's not like wrestling. I'm not asking you for a 60 minute Broadway here, but my God, you know, uh, listen, one of my favorite things they used to do, uh, with Biggie, I think when he was Intercontinental Champion, is they had him sitting on a on a couch near the near the near the uh, commentary desk with his feet in an automated in a like a in a foot bath eating popcorn and drinking wine or something watching people. Yeah, <laughs> and Peter Avalon had his heart shaped bed. I get yeah. it. There's like times and places, but the toxic lounge. Um, the toxic lounge does sound like one of those things you're talking about, like a, like a, uh, <laughs> Hey, it's totally fine. We're not going to serve alcohol in here on Thursdays. We're just going to bring in all the underage girls. So, cause that's, that doesn't sound like a hotbed of human trafficking at all. Not even Liam, Liam Neeson is going to shut down that place so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my daughter? Um, Except nobody there has a particular set of skills. No, that's true. That's true. Nobody in NXT 2.0 has a particular set of skills. Um, so, uh, Jay Blood says GG is so much better than this. Go watch her match with uh, with Thunder Rosa or the Banger with Chris Dickinson. She's a breakout star if they'll allow it. Yeah, I don't know. You know, we'll we'll see wh wh where where she goes eventually. Take it again. <laughs> Um, so we actually have, uh, K KLR and Io Shirai versus Last Legend and Amari Miller. For real though, Last Legend was supposed to be a thing, like in the fall, and then she's just gone. Um, I, I think that some of those things she was having on, on the, on the 205 Live, back when it was 205 Live and not Level Up, 
Um, it did not go very well from my No, and so so maybe she was like, well, let's, let's cool her off a bit. But she takes the pin here. It was a quick match. Uh, Io Shirai gets the moonsault on Lash Legend for the victory. I think they're going to probably blow through the first couple of um, of uh, rounds there. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Like, who even made the bracket? Did they, like... Whoever whoever makes matches, even though they never appear on screen. All right. Uh, it's one thing to like not make matches to do a whole tournament. Yeah, it's fine. Like hypothetically, you and I could enter. Oh, we could. We could. Um, There's no rules. Uh, or at least Linda and Sheila could. Linda Jay Blood and Sheila could, <laughs> and they would win. Jay, Jay Blood says the Toxic Lounge is a completely a suburban <laughs> dance club and a strip mall, um, right next to a vape shop, or a. They're, they're, between a vape shop and a hookah bar, there's there's the toxic lounge. I used to live in Astoria, Queens, and that was definitely like <laughs> between the hookah club and like a $20 gym on Steinway Street, for sure. Spencer Green says, just received my dirty duty summons today, and that sounds like more fun <laughs> than watching this dumpster fire of a show. Um, it wasn't, it's not, it's not great. It's not doesn't sniff great boots um it's it, not it's great not at all the worst no because like everything else in wwe the in-ring is okay mm-hmm. um no well on the main roster you can get some really great in-ring mm-hmm. here you get Braun breaker and carmelo hayes being great for the mm-hmm. most part mm-hmm. and parts of diamond mind um so uh we got a backstage interview with dante chenina um sorry i'm having too much fun with this um and he says you know uh duke hudson attacked me and then um you know when i wasn't when i was being held back by the refs or whatever now i'm gonna i'm gonna get my revenge and i was like i mean good for dante chen he seemed impressive when he when he debuted in september we'll see you know we'll see what happens um, after that, I think he's really, I... I'm, I'm excited about him actually. Like, I think um, his promos he seemed to make feel sincere, which was good. Mm-hmm. And in ring wise, he, he looked and great. I, so, hopefully, and I love they that do a the thing. little vignette he did where he where like he actually has a real honest to God human interest story about how his dad saw his debut in September, but since then has died. And so, yeah. like, it's He's doing everything for his dad. Like that's that's a that's a really that's a really honest to god human interest story that makes me want to root for the guy. And yet, like I totally think Duke Hudson has a higher ceiling, and I didn't want to see Duke Hudson lose to Dante Chen, which I assumed they were doing because what are you doing if not? And the answer is I don't know because because he beat the brakes off of Dante Chen clean <laughs> as a sheet. He hit him with a big boot and um. And then hit his crazy like, like a kneeling outsider's edge that just just destroys people, and pinned him. And I'm like, well, all right then, I guess, guys. Uh, okay. I really don't want to get into the habit of pulling up chats that are not super chats because we're not supposed to do that. But <laughs> it's true. He's a person. He's a person, and that which is, is rare a here. Scarcity in NXT 2.0. He doesn't have like a weird 
-hmm. mystical face. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like nobody's mm -hmm. fallen into his lap mm -hmm. yet. Um, they're not putting weird coats on him and yeah. making sex buns. Yeah. He is simply a person. So is Joe Cutton, actually, now that they've taken his um, magician outfit and poker gimmick away. Yeah. He's really good. And uh, he seems I, really angry. And I would be too if they took all of his momentum that he seemed to have from the breakout tournament and decided to make him a poker player and only a poker player for like three months for no reason. I'd be, I'd be angry too. I think um, seeing him today, I don't know why, but I was like, okay, like this guy, like Cesaro, Sheamus feel for sure. Like I think could do some really, really great mm -hmm. stuff ring wise that feels different in 2.0 and mm -hmm. is, like getting older and not over on the main roster right now. So yeah. it, it could be good. Um, the stuff with Indy is weird. We can well, talk this, about that later. Yes, we're, 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 we're talking about that. Um, <laughs> backstage, Persia comes up to him. It's like, I, I watched your match. I watched everything. It was awesome. And he just like full on like deep, deep kisses her. Like I... I was sitting there at home and I was like, oh my God, somebody give me my blood pressure, my blood pressure medication because it's through the roof. I mean, am you I can't watching, even talk right I now. Am I watching my general hospital right now? Because I am not prepared for the amount of blood coursing to all of my extremities that I do mean all. My goodness, that was a deep, passionate kiss. Persia. It was a my mix goodness. of lust and love. Is what it was. It was it was towing the line. Um, I don't know what pheromones are being released backstage at NXT 2.0. Everybody seems to. Everyone is just something. So horny there. They're so the, horny. The the thirst is real. I it's am very real. That that's what my nephew said. Is this it's like one of those those bachelor shows where they think the trap's it, on an island? It could it could be one of those things. At least it's not naked and afraid. I've heard of that one. That would be bad. Oh my goodness. But listen, th so then um Indy walks in and she says, gross. Like she sees two people kissing, two adults kissing, and says, "Gross." I mean, that was intense PDA. It was very. Listen, this that was the most intense of the PDA. That was the most P of the DA I have ever seen. My, my goodness, there was a there was a hefty helping of A in there as well, but there was a lot of P of the D of the a lot of the A, and I was just like, my goodness. But but she says gross like she's like she's eight, like like I don't know I might say gross if I walked in that was real. <laughs> I just thought and, it was so funny that she. Came I know she was like gross. Gross, uh, and the Persia like runs away, and then then and then Duke Hudson says, "I don't know. You didn't used to think it was gross," and it's like oh, that was a long time ago, Duke. Because it doesn't have to be as he wipes Persia's lipstick from off his mouth. And then he looks over, and there's Dexter Loomis, who looks intense, but then looks sad and runs away. And then he's like, Dexter, not what it sounds like. And here is my thing. If I was going to hit on an estranged ex-girlfriend, perhaps the one I would not pick is the one who happens to be currently married to a serial killer. That would be a thing that I would I would not do. 
if I had the choice. None of your eight husbands were serial killers? No. Well, Not even number two? How, how, many does, how many constitutes serial? Is it more than two? Serial, you say? Did you say cereal? I did say cereal. The carbohydrate-packed morning? No, that's not how we do that here. Cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Basically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling. Quick, easy, all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted... All over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. Oh my God, I'm good at this. Like, my God. That was very smooth. Oh, what a legend I am. What a last legend I am. Hey, since we're plugging stuff. And this is a two and a half hour show. Subscribe to Fightful Select, would you? Go over there for just five dollars a month. There is even more contract news coming. Stop tweeting at Sean about updates about Cody Rhodes. If he gets them, there's a place where he's going to post them, and that place 
It's FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe. Tons of contract dues coming from every wrestling promotion in the whole wide world. Um, nothing about Aaron Rodgers, despite my <laughs> inquiries. Joey Castro says, Segway Mania running wild. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> speaking of this weird backstage segment um, <laughs> with Duke and Persia and Indy and Dexter, Bill says, this reminds me of Marilyn Monroe's classic movie, Gentlemen Preferred None of This. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jimmy Pringle also says, was it Valentine's Day today? Cupid was late. Yes, and they could have done this last week, but it had to be today. When it's what? not, they, they could have done the whole thing where like, like love is in the, they could have done a whole, you, you know, Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett would have loved nothing more than to do a love is in the air tonight. Ah. I mean, it's not like last week lacked romance angles but yeah. yeah we could have had this like come to a head a little bit earlier um so uh carmelo hayes came out to cut a promo about how he's the a champion and trick was also there um and uh <laughs> so then um pd poppins uh uh interrupts and he wants uh you know a a, a match for the NXT, for the North American title and um and then uh, I don't I don't know why but like trick just simply pity 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 and I I I I I, I believe that there is a role for Trick Williams somewhere I just don't feel like it's here and now like it's just not a Carmelo doesn't need this guy. Like, Carmelo doesn't need anybody, is my thing. He doesn't need anybody. But if you, I, I, if you wanted, like, if we talked about like the idea of an Odyssey Jones type, sure. like a, a, a literal heavy, perhaps Trick is just—he's not that. He's a hype man for a guy who can also. I don't know. It just—it just—I don't know. It just doesn't 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 feel like it makes sense. Um, but um, the, the standoff between. Pete Dunn and uh and and Trick and Carmelo Hayes is interrupted by a flying out of nowhere Cameron Grimes who attacks Carmelo Hayes and also uh Trick Williams and Pete Dunn disappears like he just vanishes from that segment and then is never mentioned again um but my question is this if you were to classify how Cameron Grimes lost last week, I would I would classify it as relatively clean. Like like Trick got involved with the match early on, but nowhere near the end of the finish. Tasteful interference was the name of the game. Like That's it a, was it didn't play in a role in the outcome of the match. Right. So I I call that clean. Some people don't. Yeah. I mean, if if Trick Williams punches you in minute four, mellow don't miss congeniality is it's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Uh, I, I I like that too. 
I'm sorry you were saying. I just had to pull that up the second I saw it. Yeah. Because it made me close. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my face. So, so, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the, <laughs> The the other thing, <laughs> sorry. I like obviously everybody's on board with Cameron Grimes. We all want we're, we're, he's he's a baby face. We all root for that guy. After losing clean, attacking the dude the next week that he lost to is a sore loser in my book, and I don't want to root for a sore loser. Don't make me question whether or not I should be rooting for Cameron Grimes. Like if you have him lose like via chicanery. And he gets pissed about it. That's fine. Do you know who loses clean one week and then comes back and beats the hell out of the, attacks the person they lost to the next Heels. week? Heels do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't. <laughs> Beverly Hills 902.0. <laughs> That's actually much closer to what the real sentiment is. I like that very much. That. That's going on. That's going on the short list. There was another one here. We got uh, the Bachelor NXT parking lot edition. That was from in the end of the H earlier. I like that one. I like um, Chris Pereira with Fafools Rush in. Um, uh, and Ricardo says she's all a little She's all a little Um. And the Nerguru says, I was so worried we were going to get like no super chats tonight. We, we, found, we found a thing. We found a thing. And I like Not it. only did we find a thing, but you guys are like killing it. <laughs> like just killing it. Like I keep trying to think of something. The Nerguru. But like I can't, I can't outdo Beverly Hills 902.0. The, the, the Nerguru says, Break a Quebec Mountain. <laughs> That's only if the beach and double vest. Have a very, very different outcome of, of their story than I thought they were going to. I kind of would like that better. Yeah, it would be it would be something something new. Something different. Something different. Yeah. Um, and and Bill says uh um Lawrence of Aloysius. Lawrence of Arabia becomes the 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 made up made up two first first and middle name. Of of L.A. Night that I came up with, literally like L.A. Night Rider. Huh? L.A. Night Rider. That's that's not that's not bad. Thank you. That that's um. Uh, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> oh my God, Scotty Bozox. Wait, says, is that for a, real? If that's for, I gotta look it up. Google Maps that thing for me. There's a there's a there's a club 14 miles from the PC called the Toxic Lounge. A writer probably drove by and thought a light bulb went off in his head. I need that to be actually true. Apparently, it is a legit club in Florida. Wow. I hope they sue. I hope they sue. I hope there's a licensing deal. Like I hope yeah. they paid. I, th I hope they thought it was such a good idea they paid money. Yeah. For. Yeah. That's great. That is very great. Um, uh, so, um, we get a, uh, a trick Williams versus, uh, Cameron Grimes match out of this. They go to commercial, come back and it's trick Williams versus Cameron Grimes. And I guess that's what we're doing. Um, so Cameron Grimes says he's still involved in this thing. I would not be surprised if we got a, 
Carmelo versus Pete Dunn versus Cameron Grimes. Triple yeah. Um, which should be which could be fun. And if you if you feel like the main roster is missing a Carmelo Hayes, he could he could debut the week after Mania after not having been pinned. That could be a thing they might want to do. Carmelo Hayes is liked by a lot of people. Uh, and you know, we'll see what they want to do with him. People are people are saying he's gonna be called up sooner than later. If that's the way it is, then you know. He's great. I don't feel like he's not ready. I just like what am I supposed to have faith in on the main roster right now? I said this yesterday on the Raw show, like for WrestleMania. Every title match is something I've seen before, mm-hmm. and they've done literally nothing to build up their mid and lower card. Right. So it or tag picture. Forget the tag picture. My God, that's like I don't even know what how they view tag wrestling at this point. So, all right, I've seen literally everything to do with every title, mm-hmm. and the mid card titles don't mean anything. Yeah. So. What am I supposed to care about at WrestleMania if I don't yeah. care about Logan Paul? Like I just, I don't know. Um, there's there's uh, there's also a Toxic Lounge in, in Houston, and uh, <laughs> so that's good. That's that's fun. Chris Barrera says the Toxic Lounge is definitely owned by and operated by Vince Russo. Uh, oh, for he, sure, he yeah. definitely feels like that kind of guy. Uh, I can't believe I nailed that. A real club. It's so true. <laughs> It's a real fuck. It's a real. It's a real goddamn club. Um, yeah, it's of course it is. Of course it is. They wouldn't. They wouldn't actually have um, a creative uh, thought. Yeah. Uh, two fast. Two furious. The Rock to NXT confirmed. Yeah. With Vin Diesel. Um, my God. Uh. Um, there was a, a a thing where they interviewed Joe Gacy and um, and uh, it, well, they didn't interview uh, Harland. He was standing there. Um, and then we yes, Joe Gacy and, and there, we, we have some security f- footage of you um, talking to Drake Drake Draco Anthony in in the in the weight room and. Uh, and the, like we had a disagreement, and the footage shows that Draco Anthony shoved Joe Gacy, and then uh, Harlan got in the way, and so Harlan versus Draco Anthony is next week. It's a thing that, I guess, um, okay. yeah. Um, also, uh, tonight, uh, taped for Level Up, uh, was uh, Joe Gacy and 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 Harlan uh, versus. Um, versus jacket time so kushida is on level up because if there's one thing kushida needs to do it's get better yeah in the he ring should, for sure he yeah. should really he needs some time he needs some seasoning he needs to develop also he has all the parts you know he just hasn't put them together yet yeah it's true uh what that guy needs is a gimmick um so uh also taped for level up and i apologies for the spoiler here but uh saray was on was on that show 
and lost to Electra Lopez. And I, I like Electra Lopez, but she is is directionless right now. And you gave Saray this whole weird ass anime gimmick that requires her to her 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 secret identity to be that of a 14-year-old schoolgirl. Um and, and you did all that for her. And in a lot of promotional like um stills that you've done the graphics, she's one of like three featured women and that's it. And she's one of them. And she's on the the developmental show for your developmental brand getting pinned by by Electra Lopez, which would which is fine, but direct Electra Lopez isn't being pushed towards anything right now. That's a weird thing to do. Um and I, I saw people who were responding to to tweets about her, like that's weird that she would lose there. I was like, well, she's she's trying to get better. She like wins and losses don't matter, it's developmental. Like, and obviously this person had no idea that Saray doesn't fucking need developmental. She's a multi-time champion in Japan, and she when she showed up, William Regal presented her as a big fucking deal coming to the states and she is and she should be and i don't know what we're doing like what what i don't know what we're doing i don't even understand why they're both on level up yeah isn't level up supposed to be the developmental of the develop here's the problem here's here's the problem for me i did eight podcasts last week okay and then i filled in for the raw show which i was happy to do and then i didn't sleep well and so I saw this and I broke. Like I just this was this was it for me. Uh <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't keep my shit together anymore. I am broken Kate Hensler. Delete, delete, delete. The whole Matt Hardy thing. I'm in. Uh I am broken. I just this makes no sense. Like I don't it, the booking doesn't make sense. The fact that they're two NXT talents that went back a level makes no sense, particularly when Saray definitely doesn't need to be more developed. And I think Electra Lopez is kind of sealed her deal as not going to be like much of an in-ring person, but is going to be the like cool female gal with legato if they go up to the main roster. Like I just don't um I, I don't even get why they were on level up unless they think that they're both over enough to like create buzz around level up, I guess. But like, what are we doing? Like, I, I, it just, here's what I know about level up. I'm excited that Quinn McKay got a job. That's it. That's like all I understand. And that the set doesn't look right. Um, I just don't, I don't get why people who are above the caliber of, NXT already are now going on the rung below. It just it makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, unless she's supposed to like they view her as somebody who's developing other people, but like, what are we doing? Like the, it just feels as directionless as everything else, I guess, but like a whole new layer of it. It, it just yeah. makes it makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. Um but, yeah. So there's that. Uh, I don't know what we're doing with Saray after after you after you did that to her without the 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 the, the possibility of a of a push and somebody re- responded to my tweet about it with 
maybe Electra found her grandmother's necklace, which is even more powerful than Saray's grandmother's necklace. So maybe I, that's it. I didn't even think about that. Shame mm, on me. It's possible. Um, so somebody actually uh, brought up this fact that we're building toward a Pete Dunn and Carmelo Hayes feud. Um, and uh, uh, like, you know, you, you beat everybody, but you haven't beaten me, which is true because Pete Dunne pinned Carmelo Hayes in a non-title match in November, and they, they don't reference that specific thing. Like, I mean, he lost, Carmelo Hayes lost because of uh, Dexter Loomis attacking Trick Williams, because that was a thing pre-War Games. And, um, uh, and yeah, War Games, excuse me, Battle Frolic, Battle Thank Frolic. Um, and yeah, that's, 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 that's the thing. We're just, we're just going to talk about that. Um, but yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> oh no. The nerd, the nerd, where is this thing? How to lose a brand in 10 days starring Triple H. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> hey, now seems like a good opportunity to plug Sean's carry cross interview. Yeah. Very, very candid about the fact yeah. that how do you look around and not think what they did to NXT yeah. was anything less than an assassination on, on Triple H. And since he was the champion at the time it happened, he yeah. seems like he would have a pretty good vibe on that. But great interview. Go watch it. Yeah. Good stuff. In your house party 2.0. I don't know what that one was supposed to be. In your house party 2. In your house party 2. In your house party. I know the pay-per-view. Okay. 2.0. I don't think I know the movie. House party? Oh, kid and Do play. I? Kid and play. I don't think I've watched. I don't think I saw it. Oh, I don't know that I that I saw it, but I know of it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ricardo says Friday after next NXT. That's that's a thing you could do. That that's good. Um, so. Oh, I know House Party. What am I talking about? Yeah, there you go. Sorry. I googled. Um, so remember how we were like, hey, why why are we cheering for for Andre Chase? I know it's because yes. he's he's involving like himself with with Von Wagner, whom whom we hate. But isn't his whole thing that he's like a a giant dick to his students, like unnecessarily aggressive and and belligerent and an asshole generally to everyone? And but everything? one of them is his friend. But one of his students likes him. Well, they have they went back to that exact same segment with him. Like talking Not about exact Von... same, because there were aggressive guitar riffs in this one for some reason. There were. Heavy Metal Chase University! What? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, it, just, it doesn't even get worse, it just gets weirder. Like, does. I, it, this is a fever dream at this point. Um, his, the Andre, the Andre, uh, Andre Chase yelling and, and, get the hell out of my, get the hell out of my classroom! For you saying that Von Wagner is very large. Wow! <laughs> um, what I, was that? I don't know. I don't know. Alex, what is happening? But but then we get a, a promo from, from Robert Stone, who says a lot of things about Von Wagner and then says, it's Von Wagner's world. And Von Wagner has his one line that he gets to say. And you're living in it. And that was it. That's the whole fucking thing. 
And next week, it's Von Wagner beating the shit out of Andre Chase, and we're supposed to boo Andre Chase, even though he's a detestable person. I don't... Andre Chasing Amy. Directed by Kevin Smith. House Party 2.0, Pajama Jammy Jam, starring the Necalectic Dragon Lady. Well done. Uh, oh, we got we got we got competing change. We got two. We got one from the nerd guru, Andre chasing Amy, and Ricardo. Like two chats later, Andre chasing Amy. <laughs> it's one of those things, man. Man, great minds think alike. Great minds think alike, man. Like um, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't really know what we're doing, but we're having a great time. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> J.W. Pringle uh, says that the teen club that he had back in the day wasn't called Toxic Lounge, but it was called Tingles. And the grossness of the name is not lost on me that you would call <laughs> the teen club. Ooh, I feel all tingly. I don't know what that is because I haven't had that class yet because I'm 12. Um... So, uh, guys, I, I, I guess this is where we're going to get into this now. <laughs> Nikita Lyons um, had her debut. Um, and uh, she, of course, is everyone's favorite uh, white girl rapper slash former, former bouncer slash amateur kickboxer slash guitarist slash... Um, Son, da- son, daughter of a groupie slash nunchucks enthusiast, right? Dancer, um, rapper, she, she, and backup dance. She's her own backup dancer, right? Um, she's a lot of things. You she's, know what I call her though, Sean? When she comes out looking like that, what I call her human blue chew. I hear you. Times are rough. We just got out of. Uh, a a wild situation, a wild year, and people are saying, you know what, it's a hard-knocked life. But I disagree. Instead, I believe it's a hard-cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful, and you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. They work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach. Ready to go? Want to get in the mood? Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use BlueChew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need, and it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code FIFA will get you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are free. Use that promo code FIGHTFUL. Hardcock Life. I accidentally played the OG BlueChew mm-hmm. ad mm-hmm. because... I was so excited. So but excited. if you're not excited enough, yeah. then Bluetooth would use the code Fightful. Yeah. Um, um, she was wearing what I can only refer to as a reverse bathing suit. This showed 
all of the parts that you would normally cover with clothes, but in cutouts. I was very confused by her ring gear. And all of the, all of the cutouts, there were there was a giant hole that 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 started here at the collarbone area, and and went around so that her bra was fully out. Hold on. So there was a, there was a cutout in her in her in a cat suit of some kind. <laughs> Well, there was a giant hole here. Was a bra was just out everywhere. His bazooms were everywhere. Her two point were out. Yeah, her two point were everywhere. And then, and then she had a, her, her her belly button there. And then there were also matching holes on her hips. Um, and every hole had to be tethered together by what I can only describe as a fanny pack buckle. Like one of those little snippity oh, snaps. I love the fanny those packs. little plastics. I, I always. I always wear one when I go out for my mall walks because that's where I keep my my you know. Because it can my, keep up with the action of your of your speed walk. Of, of the, it come it it is it comes in very happy, very uh, handy for my active lifestyle that I that I am trying to employ in my in my in my golden years. Because you need the money for the cinnabons. I, I I I like to keep a little money on hand just in case I'm walking past one of those shops in the mall and I see a little number in the window when I go in and I ask how much is that and they always tell me and I go, "Well, do you have it in a size 18?" and they say, "No." That's why I do all the mall walking. I'm trying to get back down to my college weight, uh which was 68 years ago. But of course, <laughs> or 20. We don't know. <laughs> Depending. Not really sure. It depends on what I'm doing at the time. It's how old you feel. That's the important part. Um, I, I everyone seemed to like it because it showed off all of her skin and whatnot. And like, like you can do that and also feel like it's a functioning outfit. I've never seen anything like this before. Like there it were doesn't... there were a lot of men who didn't did not mind her ring gear. No, um, Tw Twitter, Twitter, the 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 official NXT Twitter account tweeted out pictures of her, um, and there were I don't know how many masturbation memes in the comments, like straight up, like I'm I'm like, and I'm just like, please, really, that's we're just doing that. I okay. So. It, it, Twitter was so horny for the Nikita Lions tonight. And Somebody just... on uh on my Twitter called Twitter the Toxic Lounge, and I popped hard for that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I was just so worried she was gonna fall out. Sincerely, she, this she kind of looked like they took she... the Saudi Arabia gear and like cut <laughs> holes in it. She had fallen out. Oh, in no. order to get into it, you gotta fall out you of gotta it. Gotta fall she, out to get in. That's you gotta fall out to get in. Story of my life. Um, she looks like a powerhouse, though. That was she exciting. Does, and look, the thing about it is, like this gimmick of having giving her eighteen friggin' things that she does, and then, I mean, everybody, people seem to like the outfit. It just, it doesn't. It, I, it, it was distracting to me. I kept wondering, like. How does that work? Well, no, what, was like, like how do you even assemble that? Like, yeah, I like was, the, are are, woman, are the buckles curious. are the buckles necessary? Like, if you were to go like click, will the whole thing just go boing? Like, I mean, 
Like, I don't think it felt like it was holding everything together by these little plastic buckles. And and I just wanted to be able to concentrate on her ring work. But and her I, level ups were in the way. It's very hard. <laughs> I'm so funny. Uh, <laughs> no, but I... Um, Here's the thing. I don't think they intended to give her 17 gimmicks. I think they gave her one and everybody laughed at her because it was so bad. And then they were like, know. no, Maybe. we got to make her an ass kicker with nunchucks. And then they she, were like, apparently but we can't she, forget about the music thing. She was wrestling on 205 Live months ago as just like a, an, a, an ass kicking ninja type thing. And I mean... Like, just the idea that a woman who looks like that can do like Ernest the Cat Miller type kicks and shit. That's your gimmick. And what was that? That's the, it. It wasn't a Canadian destroyer, but she did something near the ropes that was really cool or like yeah. sunset flippy or something. Like, she, she looked really, um, she still looks green. Like, it wasn't the most fluid thing in the world, but no. damn, they don't really have a powerhouse like her down there right now. They, like, I, I, because she's uh, different uh, than like Raquel and yes. and and Kaylee, like she's yeah. she's very different. But I'm with you. It's like it's, it, they do it on the main roster all the time, though. Too, it's like they just go so far over the top when like you could just just just. I think they just don't need to do 74 vignettes for every single person that comes in. No, they don't. Um, and I, 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 I was honestly left. The, the match, because she, she had a match versus, uh, I don't even know, Kay, Kay, Kayla Inlay. Um, and, like, pe people people were really, really, um, really digging it for, 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 for reasons not related to her in-ring work or, or anything about her character. Just, like, you know, they, they were, they were, they were, they were digging something. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we got... Lot, Jay Blood says, lots of incels punching walls during this match. Uh, um, Jay Blood says, the Nikita Lions is going to be appreciated by fans for many reasons. Uh, none of which include the 50-prong backstory that they felt the need to saddle her with. <laughs> no nunchucks tonight. Salty about that. Um, uh, <laughs> Ricardo Alilohausen kind of does both things. Uh, he says, "He says uh, La Femme Nikita Lions." <laughs> remember that? Remember that show? That was good. I do. Well played. Very well um, played. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, yes, we uh, Jade Pringle saying Kate with a verbal RKO out of nowhere. Human blue chew. Damn Kate, you hit it hard. Uh, and, I'll and just then, go with the flow, brother. <laughs> and then uh, we got one earlier from Valab saying the fartful door, breaking through all okay. doors to deliver that segue. Here's the thing. Yesterday, Sean accidentally said fartful instead of fightful. And I had said that I was the forbidden door and it became the fartful door. Yep. Um, and we tackled like 10 year old boys. Look, Raw's not fun either. We had to do something. Yeah, we had to. Had to do something. Um, uh, we, uh, Marty Mark says there's an Iggy Azalea lawsuit incoming. Um, uh, uh, Johnny Scars said Nikita Lion made everyone NXT 
thirsty. Um, yeah, it, it's obviously I don't begrudge anyone looking good. That's fine. That's kind of cool. Um, I just feel I feel like well, it became the narrative of her debut. That's like the right. Topic, it became like and not and not in a. I don't want to. I'm not trying to be a prude here, but in it's not in a respect, her ankles. It's not. It's not in a respectful way. No masturbation memes at the official NXT account is not respectful. No, it's not. Like it's just like you know, like it's. I don't know. It's just a. It's a weird thing to be like. I. I. I wanted to like. I was really intrigued coming into tonight because I had heard interesting things about her in-ring work elsewhere and i was like i want to see this i i love when i'm proven wrong in nxt the best part of of the tony d'angelo thing is i thought he was going to be a total stiff with a terrible gimmick and he turned out to be like one of my favorite dudes well and when so you're I, from chicago and new york something's gonna set in man that's true um but I wanted I wanted to be able just to sit and, and watch, and I I wasn't able to because not only was I distracted by the, the what I thought was the weirdness of the outfit, I was also struck by, oh no, this is going to get attention from the all the wrong corners of wrestling Twitter for all the wrong reasons, and 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 it's just I just I want to be able to appreciate the wrestler for the wrestling want to be able to watch a match. And they make it so hard. They make it so (laughs) difficult to be able to watch a match, whether it's because like of that or because there's like a weird high school theater production behind it. Like it's it's they're they're so in in their own way, and it's a disservice to the performers. But um, but she looked good, and her opponent looked good um, from what I could pay attention to. Like, and I'm, you know. Gimmicks come and go, and so does ring gear. Um, yeah. the, the performer's there to stay, so I, I think it's encouraging to see what we could focus on in the ring right. today. But it, it, I, it, I, it, I, 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 I would love for this to all be a very distant, foggy memory in six months when we're yeah. talking about her being pushed toward a, a title opportunity. You I know want what I mean? Her like her and Ivy Nile, like I think. Um, I don't know her and Diamond Mind. Like, why does it always have to just be one gal? Why can't we? Why can't we have two gals? In this stable? Well, listen, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Peyton says, "I'm so glad I get to spend my night with Kalex. I do not watch NXT 2.0. Just listen to you both afterwards. But I do hope they keep keep that same energy, same energy. with the Keto Lions. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'll always try as much as I can to be consistent." And and then uh, to change my mind when my mind is changed. That's just the way I always try and do it. Um, Mark Losper. You try to keep here. that same energy. Mark Losper's back. Mark Hello, Mark. Genuine plus side. It's nice to have some different body types represented with someone like Nikita. Not that Vince is really looking at it that way. But, I mean, yeah. It is good. And it is both from a representation standpoint, but also just from a rank standpoint, she's interesting to me. Yes. Um that she's she's a powerhouse in a very different way than Raquel and, and Kaylee. Like she can do something completely different than anybody else in that division. So if they don't screw it up, <laughs> that's yeah. cute. Um she she could really, really be 
something special and she could also be something special on the main roster. Like I think yeah. she could really help liven up that division if if they raise her right. Like her versus Dewdrop, come on, let's go. Like yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Uh Braun Wagner says first Ollie J, now Nikita Lyons. I'm sorry, Braun Wagner? Yeah, Braun Wagner. That's that's the inevitable tag team name when Braun uh, Breaker and Von Wagner team together for a two man power trip. Did I just catch that for the first time, or is that a first time super chat Humper chat situation? Because that I think we've had maybe one or two before. But my yeah, goodness! But I, I've seen them in the chat. God bless. V- very uh, very good. Um, and Shady uh, Pringle says Nikita Lyons had a pretty great match. Never would have guessed with the insane backstory they created. Her ring gear was a choice. Also, this is very true, a singer would never scream like she did. It's very bad on the vocal cords. It is true. Um, It is true. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Briz Joshi says, I thought Rinka King was the worst thing to happen to wrestling, but man, 2.0 is taking the cake. It's... The lows of NXT 2.0 are very... Very, very low. The highs are very few and far between. But when they come, like I'm like, well, see, just do this. Yeah, do this, and it's you got you got some like like um uh the the Creed brothers run through the the Dusty Classic was some really really great stuff. You know what I mean? And and we just we're gonna get a segment here of of uh, Malcolm Bivens being an incredible bright spot. And being awesome, you know, like let's just do that. And I'll say this in developmental, the the low should be the lowest there. That's what you're you're there to do. You're there to figure yourself out. Um, but the problem is it doesn't seem to be developmental in the ways that those lows come out. A lot of time the the lows don't have to do with the actual developing of the characters. Yeah. So um that, that gets frustrating. Yeah. Um we um we got uh, uh, the, Miven, the Bivens promo, which which is ba- which was nominally a thing about how the Creed Brothers won, mm-hmm. um, the, the thing, and there was like a little celebration or whatever. Um, uh, but he keeps referring to Gunther as Gunna, uh, which I thought was fun. Um, and uh, Imperium with some turtleneck wearing something. And uh, I just thought that was fun just to focus on the turtleneck thing. That was good. Um, uh, it is very Steve Jobs, the turtlenecks. <laughs> it is very, yes. Uh, the Nerd Guru says, Eternal Sunshine of the Diamond Mine. That's good. I like that one. Um, we could but... do Mean Girls and just leave it. You don't have to change anything. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it's true. Um, uh, but they are interrupted by Imperium. Uh, with 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 uh, with, Gun- with, 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 Walt- with Walter, and uh, and and he says, um, uh, "Hey, Gunna, sorry, they didn't mean to, you know, sorry, Gunna." And and they, "How dare you, it is Gunther!" And uh, we get Fabian and Marcel like, "Gunther, Gunther, Gunther," and I was like, "Okay, right, great." Um, did you notice uh, on Raw last night that Jimmy on commentary? Referred to him as Walter. Um, he said, "I've I've I've seen my NA. I've watched my NXT. I saw a Walter match that I thought was really." And then oh, Corey Corey cut him off immediately. Like, I believe you mean Gunther. <laughs> I, I just, did. 
I actually oh. did. I meant to mention that, yeah. but it was oh. the graves. And I just disruption. Love, but I just love. I, I I really want Jimmy just to be like. Like, nope, I'm sorry. I'm not going to call him that. Well, he's getting <laughs> Walter Chance. Like, Daryl Strawberry-style Walter Chance. Every time he comes out, and he's always going to. Always. And he doesn't... He doesn't... I don't want to say it doesn't seem like he's handling it well, but, like, he doesn't know what to do. Like, there's been no advisement on how to handle that. So, you would think with all the piping in of the crowd noise that they do, they could figure out how to mute that, but... Just mute all crowds, all the crowd mics, and put in a like th- the same six interns cloned over and over again, going Ganta, Ganta, and just play it over the top. There you go. Um, but uh, so there's a brawl between the Creed brothers and Imperium, and then Walter backs Malcolm Bivens into the corner, is going to murder him, and Solo Sokoa from out of nowhere. Attacks Gunther, uh, uh, drops him with super kick, and then we we pan over to Malcolm Bivens, who's sitting on the top turnbuckle, shitting his pants, and just with a big old smile on his face and a shaky thumbs up. Um, uh, a total meme forever and ever. Uh, that was so good, so good. Um, and uh, I, uh, <laughs> I. I loved it. And then backstage, we got Solo Sokoa talking about how he's going to face uh, Gunta, Walter, next week. Um, and Malcolm Bivens comes up and like, Solo Sokoa, I just want to thank you for what you did last night, what you did tonight. Um, you got the juice, Oose. It puts up a hand for a high five, and Solo leaves him hanging. And then and then Malcolm just waves goodbye. And I thought that was all great, too. You got the juice, Oose. Up top! Up top, up top. Um, a gem, a precious gem that uh, Malcolm Evans. You know what he is? He's an uncut gem. Uncut. Alex, <laughs> I'm obsessed. Obsessed. I'm I know. Obsessed. I know you are with this uncut gems thing that's going around. NXT. I mean, NXT was my muse on the NXT Fightful Post show and on Kajams. I cannot stop watching people make fun of it and laughing so hard. Just the most ridiculous thing. Um, she just, yeah. all she did was say, Uncut Gems weird. And mm-hmm. that's, oh my God. It's, mm-hmm. it's. Well, no, to, 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 to me, it's, it's classifying yourself as a muse for somebody and, who. In her defense, she got asked. If she was one. Uh, the answer is no. The answer is no. I'm done. Well, about and like, what? what is the question? I'm obsessed with it. I can't stop. <laughs> Do you know what you call a, a, a... I got a... Alex, I have a joke. <laughs> Give it to me, sweetheart. I can't wait to hear it. What do you call an uncut jam on NXT 2.0? I don't know what you call it. A diamond in the rough. Thank you. <sighs> kind of feeling myself today between my incredible segues yeah. and my and my diamond joke. I don't know, man. I, I got my joke. Um uh my uncut job. Bill says every time I see Bartel and Eichner, I'm always waiting 
for the turn into snooty fat European fashion designers. Don't give them ideas. I will pay you $5 back for you to not put that out into the universe because they'll do it and they'll be like the creators of clothes for jacket time. It's going to be terrible. Please don't. If they call up Gunther by himself and leave the other two guys, that's what they're going to be. Calling it now. If they split them up by calling up Walter by himself, they're going to come up with something else for these two guys to do. It's going to be that. Why do you want me to quit the show? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you want me to quit the show? You can't quit this show. You're having too much fun. I am having way too much fun. Um, uh, (laughs) For my dad, I can't quit the show. Yeah, it's true. Um, Oh, boy. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to solo, um, you know, given, given, uh, Gunner everything he can handle. Um, that should be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, that'll be a fun match. That'll be a real fun match. Next week looks like it's got some, some good stuff on it. Um, so, I mean, that's good. Uh, We can't say that one, put it down. We can't do that. Come on. No, um, yeah, it's 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 it is it, it would be it would be better for them to be snooty European fashion designers rather than U-boat. Ger- German U boat captains. Yeah, with full Which with... should be an obvious statement to say, but you just never know. Mm-hmm. Um, we got another um Lady Dusty match, which uh, which which is um. Uh, the TikTok tag team. The TikTok tag team. They come oh, out. Oh, the TikTok. You and know. They, they've got fire extinguisher guns. Is and the, I don't, is the I Jameson don't know. on the TikTok? The, J- the Jameson is on the TikTok. He, uh, I, he, I don't know. He was talking to me about, about your, your uncut jams, girl. And I don't uncut. understand. I don't understand. Uh, personally, I do like strawberry. Strawberries are good. I don't know how you would cut it though, or why it would be uncut. But I like jams. Sure. Jams on my toast. Maybe it maybe she meant to say like unkept. Maybe it's like uncut jams. But even then, I don't know how my, my jams would be kept or unkept. Because it's just like all thrown together. Oh, I suppose. So it's like a blend, like like yeah. a strawberry raspberry. Oh, right. Yeah, I suppose. There you go. Anyway, uh, the TikTok tag team, they came out. And they've got fire extinguisher guns they shoot in the air. And then it appeared to me like they were wearing light, bright shoulder pad skeletons. Yes. And I, are they, is it, is it like their own version of the Legion of Doom or, or you know, the it's Road like Warriors? Took, it's like they took the Road Warriors and Naomi and smushed them together. And said, "This is our gear now. Add fire extinguishers. Seems uh, unsafe to me. Yeah. What if there's a fire backstage? You know, that's a what thing. if there's what if there's arson in the parking lot? We've seen every other crime committed there. My goodness, that's true. Uh, you know, re- retribution could show up and and huck one of their Molotov cocktails at a at a, at a transformer stack. You don't want that at all. You just uh, never know. They could set L.A. Knight's car on fire." It's true. Anything's possible. Anything's but, possible in that parking lot. 
But I, I right from Boston all of a sudden. I don't know. Um, I I, ref, I I don't understand the certain certain accoutrements that they've been given to wear. The certain people have been given to wear. I just don't understand them. Um, I uh, yeah, I I uh, <laughs> I um I I I thought this was this is fine. I just they've they've presented Ivy Nile to me in a way that makes me believe that she could win this match without ever tagging out. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, uh, by the way, Tatum Paxley is supposedly a new recruit to the Diamond Mine. That's why she's wrestling with Ivy Nile. That was, you would never know that. They did not mention it on the show. You would only know that if you if you saw the backstage, the little, little, digital exclusive thing they shot with Malcolm Bivens and uh and Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley and where Malcolm says I want to introduce you to the newest recruit of Diamond Mind Tatum Paxley and she and Ivy Nile will be winning the Dusty Cup just like the Creed brothers did and the whole time Ivy Nile is looking at Tatum Paxley like she wants to murder her. And and so with that bit of backstory everything about the match tonight makes sense. Without it I'm not really sure what makes sense because Tatum Paxley got to do some fun stuff in the match, but obviously Ivy Nile is the star. Tatum Paxley takes the finish. She loses. And then after the match, Ivy Nile chokes her the fuck out (laughs) while Roddy Strong, who is basically now um, Hideki Suzuki, he's basically now taken on the role of the ringside coach. He's, he's not, um, he's not, He's not able to, you know, like to do anything. He's not able to wrestle now. He's just hanging out. And so he's basically like, okay, Ivy, let her go. Let her go. And then they leave. And that was it. Ivy Nile is amazing. And I really feel like she shouldn't be yeah. doing that. She's she's really fun to watch. She um, should. I want her to be the one to dethrone Mandy. <laughs> no, as, as they said in the chat. It might be Nikita Lyons, and then it, the entire feud will be beat, will be based on who uh, who's sexiest, because because that's the thing. Mandy Rose says you can't beat me because I'm hotter than you, and Nikita Lyons can say, "Excuse me, I have hundreds of men posting masturbation memes." It's true. On the, on the, uh, the do you have that, Mandy Rose? I mean, she probably does. I honestly don't know. I don't really follow any of that crap. But Kay. like, what is? Can Nikita Lyons? What's her chlorine tolerance? <laughs> she doesn't need to swim. She's singing. She's rapping. But like, can she record an album in the pool? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. I have questions. She has to get one of those uh, waterproof podcast mics. Um, Ryan Sullivan says Ivy Nile is a star. She absolutely is. She really um, is. She's so impressive and. I don't think she loses anything by them going out in the first round of the tournament. I just don't think Casey and Caden are going to win the tournament. So I would rather and see. And yet they are the longest running tag team in, in the tournament. They've been a tag team together for years at this point. Um, and they, I feel like, could be called up to the main roster tomorrow to lose a bunch of matches in a tag division they don't actually currently have. But like, you know, that like 
I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's like if if Sasha and Bailey show up and and decided to make a tag team division with them and a few other people, then, no, then they, you... I think they they're viewed as like female street profits almost. Like you have the one that does a bunch of flashy stuff and then the one that's like a little bit more grounded, but like I fire extinguisher air gun like <laughs> they came out and they fired fire extinguishers into the air and i'm like i don't is are the are the lighting rigs on fire i don't know what's happening i've never been to a rave so i don't but i don't are fire extinguishers a thing at a rave like, like there's a, a foam party but fire extinguishers don't shoot out foam they shoot out very concentrated dust like it's to, that's to put out a fire. They have a very a fire specific with. purpose. Yes. I just don't know much like I don't know anything about Sailor Moon with Saray. I also don't know anything about rave culture. Right. So, um, because I left my rave nights back at my teen nights at the Toxic Lounge. So at, at Tingles. At Tingles. So creepy. Tingles, the club um, the club for underage girls. But uh, also, like, they can't bring that gimmick up to the main roster. That's, like, way too close to Naomi's thing, right? So what are we... What is what is the uh, meaning of this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything. What's, I don't know what's going on. But but I think, hopefully, uh, and I think almost certainly, they're, they're going to lose in the next round to EO and Kaylee Ray. And, um, and I think we're going to get a Persia... And uh, well, Persia. Here's the deal: Persia and Indy are facing Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai in the first round. To me, if if there's any potential for an Idris Enofe and Malik Blade surprise, I think it's Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai. Mostly because you could do the. Be, this is a dumb idea, <laughs> but I think they might do it. Um, no, per, no Persia. Way. Persia and Indy splitting because Indy uh, hates that Persia is dating Duke. So Persia refuses to tag uh, tag uh, in to the match when, when, when Indy gets to the corner or something. And that's how Wendy and Dakota move on. Because, you know, let's break up one of our actual tag teams in the tag team tournament. Um, but I feel, I feel like it, we are, we are probably destined for a, a Cora, and and Raquel versus um, Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai because let's definitely do four singles competitors jammed together, uncut jammed together uh, into um, in, in into two tag teams because that's what we'll do it because that's 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 much more beneficial than actually establishing real tag teams. These are in fact hard times, Daddy. The Lady Dusty. Um. <laughs> Son of a something and it ain't a plumber. Um, uh, Mark Losper says, wow, I just watched that Unka Jams thing. <laughs> and Jimmy Pringle says, I just saw the Unka Jams meme. She was possessed by a demon. After the Kalex show, go watch it. You can go watch it now. Bill was like, I was waiting for the Bluetooth segue. No, we already did that from before. We did. Yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, a Braun Wagner tag team, aka the Darkest Timeline, <laughs> is the sub is the subheading for our, for our, for our Hopper Chats uh, document here. Mark Losper says, if there's anything that would signify the highs and lows of NXT, it would definitely be a Braun Wagner tag team. I think if we get that, the apocalypse is coming. Like, just in life. not mm-hmm. That wasn't like, oh, I'm being dramatic about wrestling. If we get Braun Wagner, the end of the world is shortly behind it. Right. And I'm not being dramatic. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, we got um, uh, the, the main event, which we have no super or humper chats for, the main event. But it was so good. It was so good. Dolph Ziggler and Tommaso Ciampa have have a barn burner. These guys had so much fun kicking the shit out of each other for 18 minutes. God damn, this was great. Didn't you feel like they felt like they were on a field trip? They looked like they were having so much fun. Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler coming down to, to 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 Orlando and talking shit about the NXT crowd when you know for a fact that dude has been sitting there for years watching NXT and going, why can't I perform in front of fans like that every week? Because as w- whatever you think of 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 the full sale types, because they they got problems, but they <laughs> pop for shit. Like they are, they're, they're in it and they're totally on board and they love them some wrestling. And, and Dolph Ziggler was like, oh, I'm home. Like he was bumping his ass off for 300 people in a warehouse in Orlando and loving every minute of it. God damn. Like this was, this was really good. This, this proved why Dolph Ziggler should not have been relegated to jobber status for the last 10 years. No. And every time you say, well, let's pull Dolph out of jobber status and have him come out and cut a, it should have been me promo and he'll get a title shot. Well, nobody believes he's going to win anymore because of all the jobbing you've had him do. But if you had just figured out a way to keep him semi relevant Maybe and actually pull the trigger on a surprise victory here or there to give him some title reigns that you that would be crazy because nobody thinks the guy can't work, nobody thinks the guy isn't a great wrestler. We just think that he's been marginalized by bad booking for years. So, and this, I... this match proved that if you get him in front of the right crowd with the right guy, he can deliver a five star caliber match. Anytime he wants. A few things. I was at the Raw after Mania where he cashed in money in the bank. Oh, wow. That, um, you have like the CM Punk pop from this year, right? You have the Edge pop from, um, that is probably one of the most glossed over loudest things I have ever ever heard in my life it was deafening in there now that was also a ridiculous crowd we were also the ones that got a slammy award for for just at one point they had given us like Seamus and Orton for the 800th time and we were like chanting the um for the cotton candy guy like it, it got ridiculous but 
Um, it was like that guy was so over, and then he got concussed immediately, yeah. and they just never revived him. And I'm I'm such a fan of his. I love so much about the way he works. This felt like the happiest I've I feel like I've seen him in months because like it considering they probably haven't really crossed paths based on their careers. Yeah. It looked like they were familiar with each other and just having so much fun. And I think it's just because they're like two pro wrestlers. They work very different styles, but they, they knew how to had but a meet so each other. complimentary so like, complimentary like like chompa's all high impact and high velocity and Dolph and, Ziggler and will Dolph Ziggler sell you a used to... car with the way he rolls out of the ring are you kidding me <laughs> like i mean he got he got thrown into the, to the turnbuckles and just like found a way to swing his legs around to the outside so he was like banging around in there like he was some kind of crazy wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man in the corner it was awesome that guy sold like a bailey buddy i said on on twitter uh because everybody is like not on the sean train today i was like it's like he was like everybody compares me to sean and today i'm gonna sell the turnbuckle like bret hart (laughs) like it was it was just it had nothing to do with developing future talent, and I didn't really give a shit. Like it was such a great match, and it was like it was like it woke up something inside both of them today, like watching them perform. Like they seemed so excited to be yeah. wrestling each other. And um I don't know, it felt like it almost felt like you were watching um an exhibition match, not like in a way where people didn't care, but just like the um like the, the freedom that they had around it or something. It was like, they were just there to have fun. Cause why not? Um, but man, this was, this was outstanding. Like this was a really fun way to close the night. I don't, um, it's, it's not going to be like a feud. It's not going to go anywhere, but I don't really care. Like it, it well, was, I mean, it was it's, so it's, good. It's, it is continuing. Um, because Ish. <laughs> for a while, at least um, the, uh, last night on 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 Raw, Tommaso Ciampa went to Raw and he teamed with Finn Balor and he got the pin on on Robert Roode. Um, and uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but tonight, I was like, obviously Dolph's got to win this because they're they're giving Dolph the the title match. Um. So, uh, oh, but by the way, there's something, there's a, there was a, ma- there was a segment I absolutely loved backstage. It was not at all relieved, related to 2.0 Deepas. It was just, um, uh, Ciampa doing, doing curls in, in, in the locker oh, room and, and walks up, uh, Braun Breaker and he says, Hey man, you know, uh, oh, cause, cause also Dolph. Dolph said earlier in the night that he got Braun banned from ringside for the match, which seemed like kind of a weird preemptive thing. I don't know why Braun would want to be there anyway. It's kind of a weird deal. But, um, oh, but he also he also dropped a, um, you never forget your first, kid. That's a little um, advice I gave to Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, of course, was a famous basketball player in the 1960s and 70s <laughs> who died 23 years ago. And he was also famous for betting many women. Whatever. 
the segment backstage was Braun coming in and saying, hey, sorry, I can't be out there for your match tonight. Kick his ass for me. And he says, not talking, huh? All right, let's let's go. Um, and uh, and he walks away and, and Ciampa calls him back. And he says, hey, way I see it, it's Ciampa one, Breaker one. But I need to know who the best man is. And and he looks at Goldie. Breaker looks at Goldie. Breaker looks over to Chomp and he says, I look forward to the river match. And they walk away. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You don't have to like make a guy heal for them. To, like these are just two badass dudes. Chompa won the first one. Breaker won the second one. And they should be a rubber match. Chompa, like we should, we should see that because Chompa defended it once. Breaker won it from him. It's a great way to, it's so damn simple and they never do shit that like just makes me want to see them wrestle again. As opposed to like no, random but... rematches, but like here's a thing that actually makes these two guys wrestle. Ciampa always does. Ciampa always finds a way even in the chaos that, that's currently out there. Um, it, I love that he said I need to find out who the like the better man is. It's yeah. he, he loves Goldie so much. But, like, this isn't even really about that. So they could do yeah. that, in my mind, too, as a non-title match, if you yeah. if you wanted to find a way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, he just used wins and losses. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need is, mm-hmm. like, logical booking. Yeah. It's not too... Is that so much to ask? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I really don't think it um, is. The match ended. Because they didn't, they didn't want to put, um, they didn't, I guess they didn't want to have Ziggler win the match on his own. I mean, if you say you don't want to beat Ciampa clean, fine, I guess. Like, I, I get it. Um, I, I was fully prepared for Ciampa to lose the match because that's the story. But you could have had Ziggler, like, get a low blow while the ref wasn't looking, if you wanted to cheat or whatever. I just don't like outside interference i feel like that cheapens everything it's a really lazy way of getting where you need to go um like like it's just it's just a it's a get out of jail free card you booked yourself into the corner and here's how you get out of it with your stupid bobby rude shows up dressed like a cameraman and hits champo on the head with a camera and then he gets super kicked and he gets pinned and then ziggler's look around like who the hell is this and his react, I immediately thought it was rude. But Ziggler looking at it like, who the, who is this person? Maybe go, is this some guy debuting that they're going to feud Ciampa with that I don't know about? I know it was rude. I was like, no, this should have been Ziggler's plan the whole time. If it looks like I'm going to lose, Bobby, come out of the stands, wearing the get up, hit him with the camera, and we win. Like, Ziggler getting Braun Breaker banned from ringside. The payoff to that is your tag team partner shows up and hits the dude you're hitting, you're you're facing in the mat. Like that's Ziggler should not have been surprised by this. It should have been his plan. Why? Because it would have made him a smart heel that Braun Breaker is gonna have to deal with, as opposed to what? Oh, hey, thanks for showing up, Rob. Like it was. Ah. Unless he gets a. I'll wait and see the promo for next week because that seems like something Ziggler would pick up on. But I also think that like maybe he didn't want to 
like admit that he knew it was him. So I'll 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 wait to see. But maybe I maybe I just it, it bums me out because I if I'm gonna see Bobby Roode in NXT, I would love to see glorious Bobby Roode. Like he was such a incredible well, fun. They, they dude. beat the hell out of Tommaso Ciampa. And then Braun Breaker runs down to make the save. And then he says, um, Hey, if you guys got the balls, why don't you have a match with us, you two versus us two next week? Um, and so I would I would actually I would be very disappointed if they don't um have glorious Robert Rude's music. Um, come out like have the whole thing with the robe and when he stands on the Roomba and it goes in a little semicircle and all the like that thing. I need that. <laughs> Roomba. That's what he looks like. It's like he's standing on a Roomba. It just goes, it just goes in a little circle <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, I'm I li- I'm looking forward. That could be good. Like they actually mentioned they kudos to Vic Joseph being like, hey, Robert Roode, former NXT champion a thousand years ago. Yeah, like that's a that's a thing. Like, let's talk about that some more, you know. I I mean, I want to see it. I'm just confused about how this is developmental in any way, but I don't, I, don't, I'm, I would the like only, to see it. Yeah. It, it, so I'm not going to complain. I, I think they're blurring the lines because the ratings have been so bad and USA Network is like, come on, guys. Hey, man. We've seen the people you're putting in the ring. It ain't working. So. And again, like, I think it's very smart to have veterans come take the temperature of where new town's at but yeah. choppa's not someone that you're like oh i wonder i wonder what this kid's got yeah. um, so and and braun is barely that at this point like i think yeah. we're we're very confident in what he can do so yeah. um but I, i'm not gonna complain it's it's compelling television which mm-hmm. is not a right. lot of what wwe is right now it's true. Uh, Luis says that it is definitely the badge, best match Ziggler has had since his match versus The Miz in 2016. This hump. It really did. DeLeo really says did. Uh, Ziggler's last great run was with the IC title program against Rollins in 2018. Can't believe he's been wasted oh, for was, four yeah. years. That was good. Um, really I always good. think of that one with The Miz because that was... That was that was excellent. That was excellent. Um, uh uh, the Nerd Guru says, I love this main event, but it also makes me angry because when NXT was at its peak, they could have sent down the main roster guys to do this, but nope. No, um, not not with Vince's ego. And um, they were always separate together. <laughs> like, yeah. always kind of. Like, they, they for a little bit pretended that they were going to treat them like they were all on the same level, but they were always different flavors still, so. I don't think yeah. they wanted to cross-pollinate. Peyton Carter says, why don't they just dissolve the Dirty Dogs team? Dolphin Rude would be amazing. Singles competitors on any of the brands, and they're needed. Um, I, I think you could, easy, you could easily go do a good... Of all the teams they threatened to draft to separate brands, this is the team you could easily do that with. Um, God, and they and could be heels so on many... opposite places. I would love to see Ziggler and Damian Priest. I would love to see Rude and Nakamura. I would like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like the mid card could be so refreshed by adding either yeah. of them on either brand, yeah. like all day, all day. Yeah. Uh, Mark Losper says Dolph Ziggler seems like the best dude with the worst politics ever. Uh, 
He's like Jericho, except not completely washed up and dragging down an entire company. Sorry, it's been a terrible day at work. Uh, <laughs> I have to apologize uh, to that guy for sure. Uh, yeah. And I don't um, really care. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Mark Losper also says, 2.0 odal Divas needs to stick. Oh, don't worry. It is. This is... That's, as long uh, as oh, they do oh, dumb backstage as segments. As they do dumb backstage segments and also field trips. <laughs> To, to weird treetop parks. We'll be doing that. Um, oh, the Braun Wagner tag team. On, maybe it's not Braun Wagner. Maybe say we call it Von Breaker. Who needs adrenaline in your soul? In when you soul. got When you got Von Breaker. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, here's some, other, here's some other 2.0 but teen movies type stuff. Um, National Lampoon's Von Wagner instead of Van Wilder. Uh, not Van Wilder, Von Wagner. I'll take it. Uh, the Nerd Vince McMahon's Fantasy Factory. <laughs> Malcolm Bivens in the middle. <laughs> That's I like good. that one. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, and I called, I called, uh, J.D. Uh, Pringle. When I called uh, Dominic Doug from Up, he was saying, Lenny from Of Mice and Men, that's not a dog. That's a different kind of, that's not a dog. He's got to be a dog, like a golden retriever. Um, uh, Mar uh, Mark Quill, uh, this is really good, too. Um, says, to be serious for a sec, being around here is good for self-care, as is finding time to get help. I love how wrestlers are normalizing mental health. Yeah, there's a pretty awesome uh, interview, if you haven't uh, hear, heard it from today, with uh, the former, um, uh, yeah, the former um, Scott Dawson in NXT, now Dax Harwood in, in AEW, um, normalizing his journey through that. And I think that's that's great. It's and very, on very top of that, last week, Brock talked about, um, here's the thing, when Eddie Kingston came out, and talked about his mental health journey. I was like, there's no bigger badass than that guy. So yeah. you can't masculine your way through this. And yeah. then Brock Lesnar, who might be the only person that you would argue yeah. is more so, said yeah. that like part of the reason he was a part-timer, it sounded like, was because this gives him a great deal of anxiety. Um, and I think that's why he had a mouthpiece for a lot of this, which, yeah. which makes sense. Um, so yeah, I love seeing men especially the most masculine seeming yeah. of men talking about their their mental health because i'll tell you what a lot of people on twitter need it so so and a lot of people in general need it so yeah. um it's, it's just nice to see the public acceptance of that and acceptance in wrestling because that was not the case for a real long time yeah um uh, and Bill uh, says, because the other thing about Brock is it's great that, yes, that he's uh, open about that. But he's also open about some stupid bullshit about how all these young guys need to learn how to draw money. Because they just swap, stop worrying about their high spots and learn how to get over. Oh, yeah, like there's not a 76-year-old man standing in the way of their every, after every turn. Like, I want to get over. Nope, you're not allowed to do that. you got to dress like, like a guy who wears suspenders with short shorts riddick moss and get thrown on your head well that too um but uh, bill bill says uh brock is correct kushida really needs to step up those those young kids those you young know? kids those babies those babies those guys with no training whatsoever who have no experience 
uh, and Daniel R sends in a, a humper chat saying, Hey guys, uh, do you have any weird AEW ideas or anything you're looking forward to tomorrow? Mine is Orange Cassidy joins Malachi Black. Now that is a weird idea. I would not see that coming. Um, I think Bud Matthews might. Yes. That's what it sounds like. And that might happen as soon as tomorrow because um, in the last vignette, Brody King was kind of like, hey, who else is joining? And and Malachi Black said something and just goes, I forget what the setup was, but he just yeah, goes, good. history. Yeah. <laughs> and they got a history. And then, and then you see a shadowy figure just do this. And I was like, that must be Buddy Matthews. It's it. It's it. It's it. It's him. It's gotta be him. Um, yeah, P Pentagon Dark returns tomorrow. Pentagon Oscura. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that too. That's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> Mark says, uh, uh, Brock says, learn how to draw money. Biggie's like, hey, uh, NASCAR wants me to do stuff. Vince is like, have you seen Brock? Um, yep, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> Mark Quill says, I'm thankful for this place as a way to have a good time with everything bad going on in the world. Everyone's nice and I love y'all folks. Thanks, Mark. It's really I, I I do I do enjoy um our uh our time here. Yeah, our our group that we've created, the five hundred odd of you who watch this thing live every week is is we I think we've cultivated a a, a, a group of people who like to have fun. Uh, talking about this ridiculous thing, good or bad, mostly bad, but people seem to really enjoy it. And everyone, for the most part, seems to be pretty cool. Um, Except for that guy. Let's make yeah. everyone wonder. Yeah, which except for whatever, you know, except for whatever, that one, whatever one that guy is. You know what um, and and uh, Bill also says this is an advancement into Alex's new movie review aggregate site, Sugar Coated Tripe. Um, <laughs> Um, speaking of which, I have pitched to Kate that perhaps Linda and Sheila should, for Fightful Select, review the episodes of Corey and Carmella talk about sex every week, or whatever the hell they call that, that By show. By request, people have been asking. <laughs> and I was like, should we do that? Somebody super chatted yesterday to ask if we would do that, and I said I wanted you to live. But <laughs> oh, it's going to be terrible. But if if it's if it is as long as it's Linda who's watching it and talking about it, then oh, Alex sure. has nothing to do with it. I can't um, wait to talk about how they're very sexual in these voices. <laughs> this, do they do they do anything except for have sex? Because it seems like that's all they do. Uh, also, that you see this, Sean, huh? Yeah. Oh, people will pay for the next tier. <laughs> money. This is this is for the ten dollar tier. Here comes money. Um. No, I we we wouldn't do that. But uh. But yeah, it's it, something. That, it has it has been discussed. Um. I will say somebody that that was sorely missed this week was was Tony D. I I I I'm I, he's. We, we we gotta get more Tony D and all he should never we should never have a week where we don't get at least get a Tony D pre-tape promo. I don't even like the days I have off from him in between, Alex. <laughs> and then they don't even have him on the program. Hellish Wednesday through Monday. Oh boy. 
All right. Sometimes I get hooked to offset it, but yeah. All right. So we go. We go. We got 18 minutes left to get in the full two and a half as at the last one because I believe next week is Aww. yeah. Ne- next week is March 1st. So so this is the last two and a half. I will pay- remember you. Thank you, Mark Lossford. It's so hard <laughs> to say goodbye to two and a half hour show. About a two hour show. Oh boy. I feel like I love that there were people who thought it was unreasonable when Sean was like, hey guys, can you keep it to two hours about the two hour show that you review? And people were like, that is ridiculous. Stop it. Stop making me do that. How dare you? But with. That we at least on the show tonight, we are getting some Tony D because Thank W. Pringle um has a a a, a full on uh, 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 a the country corner Tony D's country corner reading the lyrics of Garth Brooks' rodeo. Here we go. His eyes are cold and restless, and his wounds have almost healed. And she'd give half a Texas just to change the way he feels. She knows his love's in Tulsa, and she knows he's going to go. Well, it ain't no woman flesh and blood. It's that damned old rodeo. Well, it's bulls and blood. It's dust and mud. It's the roar of a Sunday crowd. It's the white of his knuckles, the gold and the buckle. He'll win in the next go-round. It's the boots and the chaps. It's the cowboy hats. It's spurs and bloody go. It's the ropes and the reins and the joy and the pain. And they call the thing a rodeo. Well, she does her best to hold him when his love comes to call. But his need for it controls him and it backs against the wall. And it's so long, girl. I'll see you when it's time for him to go. You know the woman wants a cowboy like he wants his rodeo. I've already done the chorus. I'm not doing it again. I don't know nothing about a rodeo. It'll drive a cowboy crazy. It'll drive a man insane. And he'll sell off everything he owns just to play a game at a broken home and some broken bones. It's all he'll have the show for all the years he spent chasing the dream they call a rodeo. Cabal cool. Cabal cool. Kai guy says Tony D should bring in actual crowbar. Like the wrestler? Like WCW uh, crowbar? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you want Here's a shoot for you. He's the nicest dude in the whole world. He did my friend's live podcast. Yep. And like a year before that, because we have time to burn, I can tell this story. <laughs> um, Like a year or two before that, they had like my friend whose podcast it was and crowbar Crowbar had like some something to his gaming system that he offered to bring him, but the meetup never happened. And like a year later, he remembered it and put it in the trunk of his car and brought it to him. He's just the nicest dude. He's so so sweet. He he's done so much for professional wrestling in so many different facets. Um, what what a dude. He's like, and the current thing he's doing is like Cornette without the nastiness. Yeah. So go check it out. Adrenaline in your soul. No, you got the Tony D'Angelo. 
All right. Here we go. Final thing of the evening. It's the William Regal rap. Um, <laughs> Curtis Blow, the breaks. Um, this is this is an oldie but a goodie. This is an oldie but a goodie. This is from 1980. This this is this is an original. Um, Tony D's Gabagool is better than Cody Cody's adrenaline in my soul. Says Mark. <laughs> Here we go. Curtis Blow, William Regal. Clap your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes, because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the brakes. Brakes on a bus, brakes on a car, brakes to make you a superstar. Brakes to win and brakes to lose, but these here brakes will rock your shoes, and these are the brakes. Break it up, break it up, break it up. If your woman steps out with another man, that's the brakes, that's the brakes. And she runs off with him to Japan. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. And the IRS says they want to chat. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. And you can't explain why you claimed your cat. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. And Marbell sends you a whopping bill. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. With 18... Uh, I lost my place. Uh, 18 phone calls to Brazil. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. And you borrowed money from the mob. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. And yesterday you lost your job. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. Well, these are the breaks. Break it up. Break it up. Break it up. Throw your hands up in the sky and wave them round from side to side. And if you deserve a break tonight, somebody say, all right, war games. That was beautiful. Yeah. Well, the IRS always on William Regal's case, you know? Always. Always. So we have six minutes. Mm-hmm. What should we make Alex rebook from tonight? Mm-hmm. It's got to be one of the lady dusties, <laughs> the dusty ladies. <laughs> you kind of already did the Ivy Nile one. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think. know. I don't know. Um, what? I, I, I don't know. People in the chat, what do you want to see rebooked? No, I don't want. <laughs> it's uh, your fault for being good at it. Oh. Everyone's leaving. Everyone doesn't want to talk to us anymore. I can't rebook all of NXT <laughs> in five and a half minutes, Ricardo. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we could just sign off five minutes early. Kate, you're everywhere and doing everything. Can <laughs> Where can they find you? This might take five, four minutes, to be honest. That's you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter. You can also find me on Wednesday nights at Mark Order Pod, where we talk all things all elite. You can find me on Fridays with Sean Rossap on the old Fightful YouTube um doing our post show over there and of course Tuesdays back here and who knows anytime there's a pay-per-view we're doing pay-per-view paywall post shows it's a blast sometimes I pop up on sour craps on Fridays if an hour isn't enough therapy with Sean we have fun <laughs> yeah um Mark Losper says there's money in this rebook this angle show yeah we 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 pitched it it's called it's called fixed it for you <laughs> Uh, yeah, might be doing that at some point too. 
Uh, and Mark Losper says, when Tony D isn't on screen, everyone should be asking, where's Tony D? Just yeah. like Gucci. Um, you, you can find me normally on Friday nights talking about uh, SmackDown, but this, this week it'll be on Saturday night. Um, also tomorrow, right back here, talking AEW with Sean and Bobo DeFelice. Um, uh, it, it's it's good. Should be a really great show, uh, and I look forward to it uh, immensely. Um, and then you know, <laughs> no, can't <laughs> can't do that. I can't do that. Um, uh, also, uh, uh, yeah. Then uh, then uh, Raw on on I last night on the Sour Graps the Raw review. I talked about um, at length about how. The, the forsaking of everything else, including a, a whole title for this whole Brock and Roman thing is just, it's the, it's the beginning of the end. If, if Brock, Brock needs the rub the least of being the guy who beats Roman Reigns. He's not going to lose, buddy. And the thing of it is, it would be a terrible thing for Brock to be the one to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. It would be so much worse if Roman won because then he's going to keep the belts for another year until he faces the rock next mania. And he's not losing the belts to the rock. So then he's going to keep them for another year. And it's just going to be Roman holding two belts. No, he'll drop tired. He'll, he'll actually, he will, he will, he will, he will, he'll drop drop. one to Braun breaker. He will, he will drop. WWE title in the trash and say that's a raw belt. I don't want it. They, they, they already treat the they already treat it like trash, so that's what they're gonna do from now on. Brand he's, supremacy. He's gonna be Roman <laughs> San Martino. That's what he's gonna be. Oh boy. Uh... Guys, um come come back and hang out with us next team. It's long-term burking WWE style. That's what it is. Roman that is, that is. I that's what it is. It's can't wait for that. It's going to be great. So on this road to WrestleMania and on this road to stand and deliver morning edition. Sit be so, yep. That, that, that'll be it. That'll be it. It's okay. more like wake and try and wrestle at 10 in the morning or whatever. Like, that seems egregious. Oh boy. Well, we'll see you here next week, guys. Stay cool, Gabagool. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers.